what is going on beautiful people welcome back it's your boy blue it's the blue experience and we got our homie xp as per usual and our special guest if you don't know him now you know him mr captain canada the legend hello hello <laughs> wow 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 blue what a moment man we've been waiting this for a minute right yeah man it's uh you just, know we've had talks before about man we'd be really dope to have like just a just talk you know with with uh the captain you know what i'm saying yep <laughs> this thank you like, for having me guys it's a pleasure absolutely. pleasure to be here actually let me do it let me do it justice let me actually introduce you properly properly <laughs> ladies and Wait, gentlemen what you got against my introduction guys thank you so much man welcome aboard another episode of blue experience mr captain canada was gracious enough to come by and hang out for the next hour or so and just talk talk and talk all sim flight all things flight sim and then some yes. so cap welcome aboard man thank you so much thank blue. you for the introduction you, i appreciate that man thank you Absolutely. thank you for having yeah. me guys you know what we oh, forgot yeah. though i don't know if xp has it ready uh, we were supposed to come in with the shades on. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, with the shades. Oh, yeah. I'm not bad. Hold on. I, <laughs> we were supposed to intro on, with the shades oh, on. There you there go. There it is. See? See? There, there you go. The, the <laughs> mandatory stream equipment. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's just say that I have no idea how you do this, man. Seriously. That is some <laughs> commitment. Can we start <laughs> there? I mean. Can we start? Because oh, I know in my stream, sometimes I wear the shades. glasses. Sometimes I wear my shades. I'm like, I don't know how Kevin Cannon does it because I can't see nothing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was it was to a point where I think I had practiced so much off of stream just wearing the glass. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's not even I would sit there and I would practice in the early days with my shades on because uh, you're 100 percent right. The depth perception sometimes when you're wearing your glasses can kind of mess with your mind a little bit. and you, It feels like you're a lot higher than you are um but yeah it was uh it was a lot of practice with my glasses on uh, that's that's for sure that's amazing oh, wow <laughs> no it's good because i'm telling you you know a, a lot of people have thought about using that same style and they fail at it <laughs> they're like you know just take the glasses <laughs> off don't even bother it's tough. me it's tough but, man it's tough no. it's not it's not an easy feat you guys will know it i i i always tell people i'm like just try it just try it out <laughs> see how it goes uh, if you can do it, you can do it. If you can't, I mean, there, there's there's no shame in it, right? So what about, like, yeah. night flights? Like, how, how does that look for you? Do you do <laughs> night flights? Ones are tough. <laughs> yeah, those, those ones are tough. We do do, uh, we do, do night flights, and, and I'll be the first one to say recently, over the past six months or so, when we're doing those types of flights, I'll tease, uh, I'll tease chat. I'll put on the joystick cam or the yoke cam <laughs> and I'll take the glasses off and I'll put the glasses just in view of the camera oh, so they can see that I'm not wearing the glasses because yes, landing at night, that's where it becomes uh but there are plenty of videos up and streams where I, where I, before I had my yoke cam or my joystick cam, um, where I would land wearing my sunglasses and they definitely weren't the best landings. So, so it's nice. like a, like a strip tease. Exactly, exactly. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, well listen. Weird come... aviation themed striptease. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come to find out, like five years from now, we find out that he's the one who's been saving his eyes from these computer glare. <laughs> yes. And we've been ruining our eyes this entire time. Oh, you know? man. The amount of hours we spend on these screens, I'm telling you. Yeah, so are, are they are the are the shades special in any way? Like, are they like you know? Nope, nope. <laughs> they're not special in any way. They're just regular everyday Ray Bans. Nothing great. They're like the cheapest pair of Ray Bans that you can buy as well. I used to have aviators, but the wire frame. Um, these are new headsets. I could probably do it now. These headsets are not as they don't push my head in as much, but the 
old Sennheiser headsets that I had, they used to pinch and it would leave like welts and it would, they would like almost bruise from the metal digging into me. So I, I switched to these plastic ones because they're thicker and um, thicker width wise, but a lot uh, skinnier. So they'd slip back. But that was always the, the problem with the, uh, with the, um, with the aviators. That's and that's the level of commitment that people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> the things you got to go through. The show must go on, you know. It regardless, must go of, on. You, you finish the stream and there's like a big line in the side of your head from your glasses. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. Wow, and they hurt. Wow, wow. That, that's that was the worst part. Is it would hurt. You know, you'd you get halfway through your stream and you'd be you'd be turning off the camera just so you could like adjust your 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 uh, your sunglasses. <laughs> Ah, oh, so that explains those breaks you used to take between flights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah. Just stretching, just stretching, guys. Just stretching. I, uh, can, can, can we lost you for us? We hear you, but your camera is, like, broken. Not sure oh, no. I can see it. Is it? Uh, I can it, pop it up there. It's Discord. Yeah, I got him on my Discord? end here. I can see him, I, I can see him locally on, on uh, my Discord here. Of course, stream gremlins up, <laughs> as usual. As we're talking about the shades, he goes black. Exactly. Yeah. This is what this is what Captain Canada sees during streams. <laughs> oh no! Oh, on, That's man. all I see. That's it. I know. I know. Wow. Oh, man. Um, let yeah, me know dude. if I need to maybe restart the camera on my end or. Uh, let me no. see. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Yeah, everything looks good uh, over here on my my end. Well, of maybe the I need to restart. I'm scared to restart mine though because I might have to reset it up. <laughs> uh, we'll keep talking. We'll we'll roll with it, man. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, it we'll might come back. It. it was it was random. We'll see. I'll see if I can do anything yeah. in my end. Absolutely. But you know, look, this is where I wanted to start, you know, having you on the show and so forth and having a lot of questions. Um, three of us are streamers, you know, you've been mm -hmm. doing longer than and, and us and your level of success and where you are and so forth. And a lot of people come up and say, Hey man. You know, how do I start streaming? What do I need? You know, what do I need to buy? You know, do I need to get a shades? Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. So my question is, exactly. Right. My <laughs> what shades do I buy? Exactly. How did you, how did you happen to get into the go. streaming You're game, back. first of all? Um, did, that's a great question. Go? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the whole, the whole flight simulator thing um, started when I was really young. My grandfather was, um, was never a pilot or anything, was never trained like that, but had this passion as far back as I can remember. Like, we're talking early 90s, like original X-Plane, 1993, FS95, FS98, all of those those sims. Um, kind of started from there. And the whole streaming, um, the whole streaming thing actually came to light. It, it's such a crazy story. I never really even planned to, to do this. That's like the, the, the kind of the funny thing. And I think that's kind of where the success kind of fits hand in hand is I never, um, I, I started creating videos on YouTube because I was bored. <laughs> um, I had a really good job. Um, the job that I was working, uh, the company that I was working for decided to close their doors after I was there for, I think four and a half years. Um, and because of the job that I was doing and because of where I live, it's not, it's not very, uh, it's not a production town. There's not a lot going on here as far as production and welding and more importantly, special metal welding, which I would, was trained to do. So stainless steel, aluminum, that type of welding. Um, so I was given a year I had paid into, um, 
I'd basically paid into like an employment insurance type of type of deal where if I were to lose my job, it basically gave me a year's worth of 70% of my salary that I was making to find another job based in my field because it was so specialized. During that year, um, I decided almost at the very beginning, I was huge. I used to spend all my time, all my spare time flying. And um, like a lot of people that watch us when we're streaming, a lot of the times what I would do is while flying, I would watch other streamers. I would watch Jeff Faviano. I would watch Chewy. I would watch uh, Bellens, Matt Davies. Um, I would watch Cat Strader. I'd watch all kinds of videos, all kinds of videos. Um, I watched a series with Jeff. The Really the one that like kind of like, solidified the fact that I wanted to do it was was the the the, my father had passed away not to get like super emotional but my father had passed away and Jeff had um these videos up with his dad and it was you know uh flight I think they were called fly with dad so he had this whole series where like he was kind of teaching his dad how to fly and Jeff was teaching his dad the whole like you know his passion for for flight sim and obviously going through the emotional stuff that I was going through at the time that it was it really like it really drew me in. It was like holy, you know, like this is something I want to do. This is cool. I wish I could do this with my dad. You know, you have all those things that happen when people pass. And so I, I sat down and I said, okay, well, I've got a decent computer. I had a really good job, a good paying job as a welder, and I had a good computer. I had the setup. I had the peripherals, and I said, you know what? I'm going to start making videos. And whether anybody watches it or not, I don't really care. I'm just going to make videos. Uh, because it's something that I wanted to do. I, I wasn't, I didn't want to make money off of it. I really didn't want to make subscribers off of it. I just wanted something to do every day that wasn't, um, you know, spending four hours sending emails and, and resumes off looking for a job. So yeah. I would wake up every morning. I would take care of that. I would, I would take care of the, you know, searching for the jobs and sending emails and making calls and contacts. And then I would spend my evenings in the simulator and I would do flights and I would, uh, you know, I would do the same flight three times over and I would record every takeoff, every landing. And out of those three, three bits that I would do, I would take the best one and I would go and I had some, I can't even remember what it was called. It was the cheapest video editing software I could find on the internet. It cost me $59. It was a one-time payment. I'm pretty sure I still have the email somewhere. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have, I have wow. the one-time payment. It was like, fifth, I cannot remember. I which would have been good if I could remember the name. But anyways, it was some unknown and it was so simple. Um, you know, they had 10 transitions. There was, there was a cut and a paste. Um, and that was pretty much it. And you could piece together your videos. And that's what I did um, for the first, I don't know, four to six months of, of my YouTube. I just would the same routine every morning. I would wake up. I would, I'm very much a routine guy, like very, very much a routine guy. So um, that's kind of how I, how I started. And when I hit 500 subscribers back then, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of people doing this. There really wasn't. Like I, I feel one of the good things about Microsoft Flight Sim and, and just the our, our hobby in general gaining so much popularity is the influx of streamers and the influx of content creators. And there's so many people that do what we do now. It's 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 hard to keep track of 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 all of the names and, and everybody that does this now because there are so many good content creators, and that's kind of the beauty of it is there's people you know, just the way that I was inspired by those guys is I feel like we're almost like inspiring more people to be to be doing this and, and to show people that the hobbies um, 
here and fully, fully ready to go. And, um, we, uh, yeah, at 500 subs, I said, okay, camera's going on. I went to Walmart, I bought a $29 HP, uh, HP 1080p camera. Nice. Uh, it was, it was locked at 30 FPS, so we couldn't really do much. <laughs> um, and I believe like that night or the next day I went live and I kind of just stuck to a schedule. There was, I think one or two people watching me for a year, six, eight months, six to eight months to a year. There was maybe two or three people watching Dan Barry. Uh, who I saw in chat earlier was, yeah, uh, was, def- was definitely one of them. Uh, <laughs> so shout, shout out OG to Mr. Dad. Dan Barry sticking oh, yeah. through the, the, the thick and the thin of it, man. Um, and yeah, we, I just started streaming and from there, um, it kind of, it kind of grew and it was just like this big snowball effect over the next six months. Um, and basically it got to the point where my, my one year of employment insurance that I had paid into w- was finished and it was time, uh, that I really had to go, you know, I, I had, at this point I had, I'd, I'd gotten myself in such a routine looking for that perfect job and then creating YouTube and having fun at the end of the day. And, and during my evenings that it was just. I lost six months like that. I mean, when you create content every day and you're, and you're doing that, yeah, it was it was gone. Blue, remind and, me, uh, remind me to look into that unemployment insurance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that eight months. Man, you know? I got, I got. It. Listen, well, it's it's one of those things where I truly feel. I tell people this all the time, and I'm not really one of those superstitious people where, like, I feel like something. But this was like one of those moments where I truly feel like this was meant to happen. This was like a yeah. calling. Yeah. Um, we had just transitioned. X, we were, I was flying X-Plane 10. And almost right when this happened, X-Plane 11 came out. Or right when I started streaming. So right around 500 to 700 subscribers is when I started screaming, streaming. And that's when X-Plane 11 dropped. Um, so it was, or the beta, the early access of X-Plane 11. And um, so it was kind of like, uh, like I, I, I definitely, you know, hit the ground running, so to speak. I kind of went all out with it. I, 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 we went pretty crazy with it. It was, you know, streaming five, six days a week, uh, four or five hours to basically myself and speaking to anybody that would come in. Um, and that was pretty much it. And that's why I always tell people, I'm like, if you're, if you want to start streaming and to get back to the, the original question, if you want to start streaming and this is something that you want to do. I think it's so important to do it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact, you know, yes. Blue and NXP and both of you guys, I, I've known you long enough now and, and we've had enough conversations in person and, and through Discord and just being in each other's streams and interacting. You can tell when somebody's here because they have a passion, because they love it, because they they really, truly, at the at the end of the day, whether the camera's on or off, they want to be here and they would have been flying anyways, right? Yep. That's what like truly I tell anybody. I'm like, if you want to do this, just you have to share your passion because that's what people are going to be attached to. And you look at all three of our channels and all three of the success that we've had, we're all super passionate people. We don't, you know, there's zero BS most of the time. We don't, we're not going to beat around the bush when it comes to add-ons and planes and developers and stuff like that. If it's yeah. not good, it's not good. We're going to say it. And that's what people, you know, that that's that's truly the the way that I think you're going to be a successful streamer. Now that being said, it's probably it was incredibly hard when we first started doing it, and I can only imagine how hard it would be now. Um, it's funny because our, you were talking about transition from uh, X Plane Ten to Eleven. I remember watching you 
And one of the, the, the smart things I think you did, I consider it smart. And l- looking back at it, you basically the, took on YouTube versus going to Twitch. And we can even talk yeah. about that because yeah. there was a thousand guys on Twitch, as you said, Chewy, Bellings, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cats Raider, all them guys I used to watch as well. Yeah. Yeah. You were on YouTube. And what I loved about YouTube is that if you missed a stream, or whatever, yep. you can always rewind and go back. If you missed Absolutely. your landing, you can go back. <laughs> your recordings are there. Twitch, yep. you had to have some special setup or whatever account to be able to do that. Yep. And with YouTube, you, I think you pioneered flight simming on YouTube. Now there's people I've... before you who did recordings and stuff, but you did the yeah. live stream thing. I remember being at work yeah. watching you going, dude, this guy is, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> Thank you, man. Why did you choose uh, YouTube over Twitch? Let me ask you that. Yeah, um, you pretty much nailed it, man. And and again, not to be um, not not to be like full of myself or think like I had this master plan or something like that. But I'm I'm like I'm a super analytical person. I I, I will. That was probably <clears throat> my biggest flaw. Probably if I could take anything back from doing this YouTube thing, it's the analytics. It's watching numbers and watching sub counts and watching. Mm-hmm. If I could take anything back and I could tell anybody, it's just chill man like it, it, you watching the numbers and, and and you stressing about numbers and watch time minutes and donations and all of the stuff it's just gonna it, there's nothing that you can do it's completely out of your control it really comes down to the community and the content that you put out and 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 you just have to be your best person essentially you you can't dwell on that type of stuff and one of the biggest thing was analytically looking at it i spent a lot of time like xp said i spent a lot of time on on twitch watching uh jeff bellens uh um cat Strader, chewy uh, there's so many people john fly there's so many so many people that i used to spend time watching um and i felt i truly felt if i was going to make a name for myself and i was going to make a um a splash if you will in the community or make not even a splash but just make a um and an experience that maybe people could remember that was a little bit different from what they were they were used to seeing on Twitch. Um, I figured that at the time, YouTube had kind of just put out the streaming platform for the longest time. Streaming wasn't available on YouTube. Okay. Um, it, it was it was just it was just your uploading content, and that was it. And I remember YouTube. I saw the live streaming, and you had to apply for it. I, I believe at the beginning you had to apply. You had to have a certain amount of subscribers. I think you had to have a thousand or 1500 subscribers back when they first introduced it. And I remember hitting that plateau. I believe it was a thousand. I remember hitting the plateau and being like, okay, you know what? Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to stream live because that fact right there, nobody was doing it on YouTube. Absolutely. Nobody. There was no streamable content on YouTube. Now, definitely a huge shot in the dark for, for that fact is nobody else is doing it right. There's, your the traffic that you're you're trying to that's the one good thing about twitch and i will say that is the the camaraderie maybe if you will i don't even know if that's the right word but just the way that twitch works with the fact that let's say i'm live and i'm going offline i can then direct all of my viewers over to xp xp finishes his stream he can direct all of his viewers over to blue I think that's where YouTube really needs to start stepping up their game if they want to. They want this live streaming to actually be a thing in, in the future. There's a couple things we need. We need gifted members. That's to me. I think that's the biggest wish list thing. Um, just like on Twitch, it, it's such. There's so much more community involvement when you can start gifting subscribers. You know, you can start doing giveaways where you're gifting things to people that help 
not only help your channel, but also help people in chat feel really good about it. And, and again, they get access to cool stuff and behind the scenes and custom emojis and member only streams and all kinds of cool stuff. So I feel like that's one thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was just crazy, man. It was, it was one of those, like I said, it was one of those shots in the dark that I just, I said, okay, if you go on Twitch right now, there's literally a hundred people streaming flight yeah. sim. And out of those yeah. 100 people, 95 of them are streaming for five or less people. Yeah. And I, yeah. I said, I don't want to just fall into one of those categories where I'm one of those 95 people um, that can't go further. And it's not because the content's not good and it's not because the effort value or the effort isn't there. It's just simply because you end up getting buried on top of people on top, on top, on top. Um, and, and that was truly it. I, I just, I just said, if I'm going to do it, I feel like YouTube would be my, my best opportunity forward. Um, there was a couple people doing it when I first started, but, but I mean, all of us, I think we were all, you know, 1300 subscribers, 1500 subscribers. So there was, we had no community poll. Nobody knew who we were. Nobody, nobody really had any interest. It was just like, Oh, look at this guy. He's streaming on YouTube instead of Twitch. Like maybe let's go check him out. Um, that's kind of how I feel like it started in a sense. I mean, as, as a side note, I was just thinking about it as you were talking, would you say that with YouTube co as compared to Twitch, I mean, apart from the YouTube algorithms, does YouTube reward, uh, better than Twitch as far as your hard work or the st your style or whatever it is uh, to catch people? I'm not sure if, I, if I'm making yeah, sense. No, I, yeah, that makes sense. That, I see what you mean. <sighs> Yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like it's easier to maybe build a brand with yourself on YouTube because you can reach so many more people, whether you want to admit it or not. Twitch is Twitch is Twitch and it's a huge thing. It's a huge platform, but you are very limited to the amount of people that you can that you can draw in. On YouTube, it's 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 endless. One of your like a video you hear about it all the time, someone's a random video going viral on YouTube just through clicks or, or shares or somebody added it to Facebook and something got picked up on Facebook and something gets brought over. It's, um, I feel like you can definitely make, make a name and a brand for yourself on, on YouTube, especially now with the tools that they've given us that, I mean, XP can, and, and blue, I mean, both of you guys, you, we've been streaming for so long. I don't know about you, but like the, the transformation on the back end of YouTube over the past year into is it's, it's night and day, the tools that we're getting as streamers now on YouTube platform, it's really starting to, to become a very, very viable, very easy to use, very, uh, direct and simple way to upload and create content for your community. And I think as long as YouTube keeps putting money and keeps putting research into the whole streaming aspect of it. I think that YouTube will for always be that, that, um, the king for getting content out. Um, there's, there's nothing better on YouTube and than finding, you know, you can go and you can type anything and anything will pop up. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, just the fact that I, the reason, I mean, not to talk about myself, but the reason why I chose YouTube over Twitch, because I have a Twitch account as well. I streamed on Twitch yep. one time is because with with someone with one sub it gets recorded and you can play it back and other people can watch it with yeah. twitch you don't have that until you hit what a twitch partner or whatever and all this yeah, other stuff so. it's harder to find so you know if you if you're an upcoming streamer you want to stream you can still put out a, put out a tutorial 
you know, or a yeah. scenery review or whatever, and that will build your audience and build you up, and then you can translate that into streaming live and stuff. So that's why it's trick you know for now maybe twitch will change it i don't know but youtube is coming up in the game so you're absolutely right man i think that's what it is definitely yeah yeah and i've yeah. i've it's it, a funny little tidbit story a little bit of a so um maybe about a year and a half ago two years ago twitch actually reached out to me um and they wanted me to actually start streaming exclusively on twitch hmm. and part of the reason that i actually said no to that was um, that they were going to restrict my YouTube content. Um, they basically said, if you sign this contract, you are not allowed to put anything out on YouTube 48 hours until 48 hours after your last Twitch live stream. Oh, wow. And I contemplated it for a very, very long time because I said, well, you know, maybe it would be beneficial to the growth of my channel. Now, this was, this is back when I was, you know, around 25,000 subscribers. So this was quite a while ago. It was about a year and a half ago. Um, and they basically, they basically just said, like, we want you to come over to Twitch, but this is what needs to happen. And I just told them as simply and as nicely as I could, like, I'm not, I'm not going to let you dictate and how I can run my YouTube channel because you guys want me to stream on Twitch. I, I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you very much for, for wanting me to go over to Twitch and, and seeing the value in my channel and, and my community. But it just really... Um, I, I'm, I'm not one for, I love organic content. I love being myself. I love just being able to turn the camera on when I want, you know, and, and be able to do that be able to do after darks and be able to have a schedule. And we've gone over it before I've, I've explained it before. And I XP and I have spoken about it before is I think the biggest thing is a schedule, man, is if you, you really want to make a name for yourself and you really want um, you just want the community. You just want an easy, an easy thing for you guys to find, you know, you don't want the community to have to guess when you're going to go live. And I understand some people have, have, um, different schedules right around the world. Some people work shift work. Some, some people that we watch like V1 and, and those guys are real world pilots. They can't, they can't control when they get to go live. Right. So we kind of just have to sit back and wait for their announcement. And then we go and we watch them and then we take care of that, you know, but, um, for people like you and I, everyday people that, that, you know, had a, had a job and have a regular job, the easiest thing to do is, is just to have a schedule, have a time and a place where everybody knows that they can come and they can find you live and whether they miss a week, it's okay. They know you'll be live next week or they know you'll be live the next day. Um, there's something I think that is, is big to that when people can, can can be like okay i know to find xp on you know xp schedule monday fridays sundays whatever it is you know they know to find you there and that's it's huge it's it's absolutely huge if you can kind of uh i wouldn't say market it or well i guess you're marketing yourself you're you're basically um saying you know this is what i'm going to be live please join me and i think for myself that was the biggest the biggest thing was was getting a, a set schedule and having that down you know, look, you said the word marketing and you kind of step back from it. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with it because I'm realizing now, even though I have a full-time job, that it is marketing. And few people, well, there's people who stream just because they just want to stream. Mm -hmm. A few friends join and they fly and whatever. They're not looking to build an audience or whatever. But as human beings, we're trying to build our audience all the time. And if you say you're not, you know, it's, you are. 
So you do market yourself. You do think about what time you go on. You do look and see if you're going to conflict with somebody else that's streaming. And that will happen from time to time, yep. regardless of what you plan. Yep. But you just keep rolling. You try to find a slot for yourself. And you did find that slot, by the way. I'm telling you. Your <laughs> slot at midday, well, back in the day. Three, I knew that I could turn it on and go, all right, my man's going to be all right here. Let's go watch and see what's going on today. So that it's was the- a, a good movement. Yeah, it was, well, I tried, here's the thing again, again, coming down to like me just being that super analytical person is I took a look at the analytics and I could see exactly what they said. And what they said was, you know, you're pretty much a 50-50 split between North America and, and European countries. I have a huge following and that's why I do one week in North America, one week flying in, in Europe or overseas. And um, I just, again, I kind of just played the analytics. I was, for whatever reason, I had a lot of fun doing, doing that type of stuff, looking at numbers and crunching numbers and doing that type of stuff is interesting to me, I guess. Uh, some people probably don't find it very interesting, but, um, you know, when you, it's like I always tell people, when you turn, when you turn a hobby into a job, there's certain things that I think you really have to start taking seriously and analytics and numbers are one of those things for me that it was very important that in order for me to sleep properly at night, I had to make sure that all my bills were going to be paid at the end of the month. I didn't want to, I didn't want to start streaming and have to, um, you know, go find another job six weeks later or eight weeks later, because I can't make rent three months into doing the streaming career. I'm very, very fortunate that I was able to do this and that I'm able to do this as a full-time job. It still completely baffles me that, that, I've been given this opportunity, but at the same point, I look back and just even speaking with you and reminiscing about the startings and the beginnings of where this channel came from. It's, it's, it just makes everything just, I'm so much more thankful and and that I've been giving this opportunity by, by the community. And it's crazy, man. It's, it's a crazy ride. Revel, revel in it every day. Cause a lot of us out here would love to be able to do that. Call our own shots, even though, Yep. Well, as we talk about it, it's a lot of work that people it's, don't see behind the I, scenes. Yeah. I truly, it's a full-time job in itself, yeah? Oh, it, it, I truly, truly, truly wish. And you know what, man? Maybe one day I will end up making a little bit of a series of kind of what it's like in the day of a, of a streamer. You guys know, man, I cannot give you and Blue enough credit for what you guys do. The fact that you work all day and then you have to come home and you have to set up a stream – man and it's and it's not only setting up the stream it's it's being you and it's being a presenter and it's being xp72 and it's being blue games and it's being captain canada it's people don't understand just how draining it is to sit there and to to read every single comment and answer every single question and do your best to to do it with with a you know like it's it's I, I can't I can't give people enough credit, man. I I I really do. I the guys that do this as like as a hobby and as a I, I used to do it. I know just how how hard it is and just how much effort is required to put forth. Um, so hats off to you guys, man. I don't know XP, especially for you, man. I know you get home like half hour before you start your stream sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's this guy's this guy's taken off and then his camera's off. He's scarfing down his dinner like <laughs> Dude, this is com- this is commitment, man. This is I, I hope people realize the amount oh, of commitment man. that goes into doing this type of stuff. And oh, it's man. and it's because we love it. It's because we wouldn't yeah. want to have I wouldn't want to spend my days anyway. People ask me all the time, like, do you get bored? And I'm like, what the hell? 
I couldn't think of a better way to spend my afternoon sitting here, flying airplanes, doing something that I absolutely love, hanging out with a couple hundred people, just chatting. I mean, talking about food, talking about airplanes, talking about real life, talking whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. It's, um, I have so much respect for you guys, man. And I have, I have so much respect for everybody that does this. Um, it's, it's, Blue. it's, it's crazy. Blue, tell the man how much we used to talk on the phone just on a regular day when we're at work about flight simming after we just flew the night before. Yep. Yeah. Tell him. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we yep. would call like, I mean, early in the morning, like early. And we'd be on the phone. I remember being on the phone with him on my whole drive to work. And then I get there and I realize it just happened a couple weeks ago. I was like, I forgot my freaking shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> We've been on the phone this whole True. time. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's just like, that's again, one of the other reasons we, we wanted to make this show too was because like me and him, you know, and that's just two right. of us, right? It's just the two of us, just two flight simmers who love flight yep. sim and aviation, just talking yep. flight sim. You know, whenever some news comes out, like, oh, the I and I dropped this new thing, right? And XP has it and I don't have it. And I want to know what it's like, right? I want to I mm -hmm. get the real answer. I don't want to, I don't yep. want to get the, the live answer. I want the real answer. Exactly. You know? And so you call your buddy on the phone and you talk, you know? And so it's, it's, it's how yep. it is on here. But yeah, it, we, you know, we talk so much. And just back to what you guys were saying about the setup, um, again, I know XP will go live 30 minutes after, but I also know that the day before, or like the night before, before he goes to work, he's like making a thumbnail. He's preparing, mm -hmm. like, I mean, this is 24 hours before he goes live, you know? Yep. Uh, and I do a yep. similar thing as well, where I'm like, all right, what am I doing this week? <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow? What, what's my thumbnail going to be? I got to go in the sim and take a thumbnail picture, wait for Microsoft to load for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of work goes into, you know, preparing Live streams, that's actually a question yeah. I want to ask you was because you've already kind of yep. mentioned, you know, setting up live streams becomes a full-time job in itself. But like, yes. what is your Good. process? Like, say, you know, yeah. let's talk about like, without giving anything away, let's talk about like yep. next week, right? When do you start planning your Monday stream or your, you know, what, like, how does that go? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So I'm, I'm, I'm very much a especially right now there's so much I'm, you guys know i mean i don't have to be i've got the 340 i've got the q400 i can't stream it i can't showcase it i can't i'm not <laughs> even, you're fine. i'm not even supposed i'm not even supposed to talk about it but right. you know there's so many things right now that are that are coming for explain that it's 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 during times like these that are just incredibly busy i'm trying to fly everything and anything basically that I can, that I can basically get, get used to and, and feel comfortable flying these airplanes for that. When I do go live, um, a usual day for me and kind of the setup process, um, a lot of it has to do with like discord and my community, to be honest with you, I, 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 I rely a lot of, on them. I have a full section. I mean, you guys do too. I'm pretty sure you guys have a, a full, a full section. Um, that's dedicated to the discord where I can, people suggest flights mm -hmm. and uh, I skim through it all the time. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm constantly keeping my eyes on it. I'm constantly monitoring it. And that's honestly how I get my ideas as far as my, how my week goes. Um, usually about a week in advance, I start prepping, I start planning, I start thinking about what the future is going to be. A, a lot recently, I really haven't been able to do that. I've kind of been bouncing between 
you know, we spent three weeks in X-Plane because I, I, I thought I was going to get the go-ahead from Fly J Sim. Mm. So I basically kept flying X-Plane because I was like, okay, they're going to say, you can stream it, you can stream it, you can stream it. It never happened. I guess they ran into something. Something needed to be fixed. Something needed to be updated, whatever it was. I didn't get the green light from them. So now we're back in Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I did this afternoon because I've just spent the last three weeks or a month in X-Plane. So we kind of rolling with the punches right now because a lot of it has to do with developers basically saying okay cap you can you can go ahead you can do it you can stream it you can showcase um but yeah uh on a regular day um it's 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 wake up it's well actually i guess it starts the night before you're 100 correct the night before i basically have my thumbnail i have my my, my stream kind of the idea that i want to do for maybe the week or at least the next couple of days and then we can decide in stream or with chat or whoever it may be, um, we can kind of decide together as a community where we want to fly. Um, usually starts the night before, uh, that gets all done. I, I get all my peripherals out the night before. If I'm feeling like it and I, I have enough energy, I will do a, a flight usually right before bed, right before I go to bed that the previous night I'll either do one of the legs or I'll test some scenery or Sometimes even I'll just go and fly circuits. I'll just go to the airport and I'll load up in whatever aircraft we're doing and I'll, I'll just fly circuits for an hour around the airport. Landings, takeoffs, whatever, go-arounds, missed approaches, whatever it may be. Um, then I wake up in the morning. Uh, again, my routine, I have my breakfast. I take Daisy for an hour-long walk every morning. We go for our, for our, for our walk, our jog, whatever you want to call it. Nice. Come back, I have my lunch, and it's pretty much go time. Um, my green screen does not stay up behind me. It's very unfortunate. I do have to take that down every single stream and every time. Wow. So the green screen goes in the corner. I live in a condo, so it's not the biggest. I don't live in a big house or anything like that. I live in a fairly modestly small um, size condo. And uh, green screen goes up. I have two of the umbrella lights. I got two of the floor lights, the floodlights. They go on and uh, pretty much just testing. For like the last, you know, usually around 11 o'clock Eastern, 11.15, I launch the sim, I, I load in, I make sure everything looks good, make sure chat's working, make sure the stream's working. Um, and then it's just that waiting game, which we were talking about in 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 San Diego, that, that game that I hate playing, that sitting here twiddling my thumbs 15, <laughs> 20 minutes before stream going like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because you have so much, right? Like I said, like it's, you guys know, and I think you'll, you'll, as, as, as young streamers are out there and stuff like that, you'll say that you'll, you, it gets to a certain point where you, you, you become a performer when you do this, right? Whether you want to admit it or whether you're not, when the cameras go on and the lights go on and, and you're there and you're talking with your community, there's some type of showmanship that goes on, right? And yeah. I think that's where, that's where you really start to see the yeah. success of channels, especially like with XP, especially like with blue, especially with like V1 and, 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 uh, flight deck to sim all those guys all those awesome guys that stream now on on youtube you really start to see it because they become a personality they become somebody that you can just sit down and you can you can talk with for hours because they're that person that shares the same interest as you they have the same thought process they have the same interests as far as simulators and add-ons and everything whatever it may be um it's 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 it's, it's truly awesome I mean, gosh, I hate to say it, that yep. no, nobody really wants to see your bad day. Whatever day <laughs> no. you've been having before your stream. You got it, man. It. And, and you also, it. you know, they don't want to see it because you are the entertainment. Nobody watches TV anymore. Exactly. You understand? Exactly. You are, you are yep. the entertainment. You're the rerun. You you're the live it. show. Yep. You, you're all of it. You are yep. the person that picks their day up. 
Yep. So you better not come with a bad day. And also it, getting to the point where it also changes your day too. Cause you know what? I'm going to go do something that I love to do anyway. Yep. So yes. let's, let's Absolutely. Have some fun on this, right? Absolutely. And no, so, you, you nailed it a hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's why I have certain topics. I mean, I'm sure just like you guys, I have certain topics that are completely, um, they're, they're out of balance on my channel. We don't talk yeah. about politics. We don't talk about race. No. We don't talk about anything like that because no. at the end of the day, we're not, we're not there for that. Right. We're there to share yeah. our passion for aviation and flight sim. Um, and, and again, we, I, the perfect example XP, you just nailed it. I think, I think part of our job is to give everybody a release from the everyday pardon my language bullshit that happens in life. Right. Yeah. We're, we're we're a release and as a content creator that's kind of something that i i feel like when you come to terms and you come to grips with that i think doing this will make a lot more sense because at the end of the day you you really do help a lot of people and you allow a lot of people to escape um life is i mean life is life dude life is not sometimes life can be amazing and sometimes life can be extremely down and xp nailed it when you're a streamer you have to be that constant um you can't let people see that you're, you know, that you're having a bad day. Or if you are having a bad day, you got to, you know, pull up your bridges and, and get online and, and make it better. Yeah. Um, because, because that's exactly it. People rely on you for a source of entertainment and for a source of whatever it may be. Like I said, a release, uh, um, you know, something like that. So you're hundred um, percent right, man. You, you unless, you're, yeah. unless you're similar to crashes one minute no. before the stream oh, started. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> and then you're like, what the F? Oh, yeah, it's man. true. Let's not I go know, there. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, <laughs> speaking of simulators, man, we got to go here, bro. We got to yeah. go here because yeah, go. <laughs> you, you called it earlier, but yeah. X-Plane 12 and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Bro, yeah, oh my yeah. word, yeah. yeah. And I made I mean, a comment. I, let me start it this way. I made yeah. a comment in my last two streams, even though they end up crashing at the end. <laughs> I talk a lot of crap about Microsoft Flight Sim. I give yep. them crap, yep. and I still fly it. And I and people say, which is the better? I say Microsoft is better. It's prettier. GA explained for airliner. However, since I got this new graphics card, it's a whole different ball game. It's life changing. It's life changing. Like yeah. if you get the right graphics card from Microsoft Flight Sim, your whole perspective starts to change. And I, I, I don't know what's Absolutely. happening to me. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, man. Jeez, no, I'm trying hit. to tell you. I've been like, trying to tell you. I <laughs> It's, so, it's it's very true, man. You're you're 100 percent right. It's it's all about the perspective, and even just adding 10 FPS, 15 FPS, it can make a make or break it when it comes to something like that. Um, absolutely. But Microsoft absolutely. dropped a bomb um, a year and chain and so ago. Yeah. You know, how was it for you? I mean, ever since, what you know, um, you think a year I, later? I can't, I can't lie at all, man. I mean, my channel, we, my channel. I mean, I, I grew immensely. I think we gained. I, I forget what the number was. Somebody was telling me like something like twenty two thousand subscribers in less than it's, two months. Wow because of microsoft flight simulator right i mean there was nothing else to it it was it was i had the platform i had the pc and it was pretty much just showcasing the simulator to all everybody knew that it was coming in and yes obviously i had you know sitting at 40 something thousand you 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 have a name for yourself in the community and you i guess when when people see a certain number of people in the stream maybe they're more likely to join um just based off numbers and stuff like that but yeah i mean microsoft flight simulator completely changed my 
my outlook on simulators, I've kind of touched on it on my channel. I'll touch super briefly because I don't want to go in this huge rant. And um, hey, Mike, Sam, man, go there. Go there. <laughs> go there. <laughs> it, uh, it, it went, it definitely changed my entire experience. Like I, like I mentioned, I never really looked at Flight Simulator as, as like a whole evolving world until Microsoft Flight Simulator came out. And I think that that is pretty much what they wanted to do with us flight simmers. X-Plane always gave me the, the love and the joy for flight simming, but it was because of the aircraft that I was flying. Yeah. I feel Microsoft Flight Simulator has kind of allowed me to enjoy the entire process of flying a little bit more instead of focusing just on the aircraft. I feel like the my you know the atmosphere and the clouds and the the sunrises and the sunsets and everything that you see the weather everything that Microsoft Flight Simulator has done just insanely well. Um, I think that's kind of where it's it's drawn me in. Whereas X Wayne, like I said, it, it will always I'll always have a special spot in my heart for X Wayne. Whether it's X Wayne twelve, thirteen, fourteen, I truly feel I'll be an X Wayne user for a very long time. Um, it's just Microsoft Flight Simulator made me feel and made me almost, I don't want to say it made me fall in love with flight simulation again, but I feel like it just gave me a completely different fe a feeling I, I hadn't ever felt in flight simulation before. It was a very, a very, um, almost like a love and hate, right? Because here we are a year later, we still don't have any real true proper airliners for us to fly we've got the crj we all know about the crj we all know how quirky that one can be we don't need to explain <laughs> anything here <laughs> exactly so you know we all know how that one can be so um yeah it's 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 i i love it i hate it sometimes when it doesn't want to work or it doesn't it's something happens like this but um yeah i i i i truly think that microsoft flight sim i think it changed everybody's channel and i truly think it changed everybody's uh, I don't want to say if it changed their perspective but I think it changed I think it shifted the perspective maybe a little bit it gave a lot of us flight simmers maybe a chance to realize like it's not always 100% about the you know how in depth we can get our payware airplane in X-Plane 11 I think it was more so a holy look at how beautiful this world is do you know what I mean that's yeah, kind of where I, yeah. I feel I like got it, it. it actually it me, I I got it perfectly. I got yeah. it perfectly. So here's what it is. I'm just thinking about as you're talking. Mm -hmm. X-Plane 11 got it to a point where the um, the TOLIS just works. Yeah. Everything you throw at the plane, it just works. And you're immersed yeah. in the fact that they built this airplane and everything is good. And okay, the world is out there. You got your sceneries coming in. Microsoft, after you have it at the right FPS that it needs to be to run good, it's no longer just a plane. It's yeah. the whole in environment. Yeah. So now you have a flight sim, but it's like an environment sim. It's it's exactly. like, holy yeah. crap, man! You know, yeah. and I feel bad because you know I'm an explain lover. That's that's the first sim <laughs> I ever had. Yeah. You know, I had an old Mac, and it yeah. ran explain. I couldn't do P3D or FSX. Mm -hmm. Those sims still exist. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. But you <laughs> wow. know, it, okay, I should I shouldn't have said that, but but yeah, you know. Um, even that, even even previously, you know, when I go into Microsoft and I fly to try to fly the seven eight and the the the, the seven four, I was like, man, I just can't wait for these guys to drop something that we can actually fly and feel confident yeah. in, right? Yeah. So I go yeah. back to X Plane because X Plane's got them. 
Yep. But now that I got the graphics card at A320 mod, it's doing what it's doing here. Like, holy crap. Can you imagine when Fenix drops and PMDG oh, drops? It's, I don't know what's going to happen, man. It's, I always tell people, I'm like, what a time to be alive. Like, there's really, I, the only thing that I feel bad for right now is everybody's wallets and everybody's bank accounts. Oh, That's yeah. the only thing I feel bad for right now. And, you know, somebody asked me today in my stream, they were actually just like, you know, what would you, um, what would you suggest? Do you suggest I get X-Plane 12 or do you suggest I get invested in um, Microsoft Flight Simulator? And I say, well, listen, man, I mean, perfect world. You can, you can get invested in both, right? Um, so I guess a little bit about the gentleman has all the add-ons for X-Plane 11. He was concerned that none of them would work with X-Plane 12. Um, so, which we do know now that all of our, all of our plugins from X-Plane 11 should work in X-Plane 12. So there really isn't, um, you know, there, there's no, we don't have to worry about paying for our add-ons again or buying our add-ons. We don't, we, we can feel confident enough in that everything should work, right? Except our Zebo mod. Yeah, well, so <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, what a choice word to put that out. There's, there's sometimes I, I sit there and I look at what these companies put out and I said, boy, you guys need some type of PR or something like something. <laughs> wasn't the right time even no, if you wanted absolutely to do it. not yeah. and the way that they did it i mean they they under delivered in my opinion and i've told them flat out i work you guys know i work with tolis i'm hand in hand they under delivered when it came to their promotional video that they that they that they put out there and i really truly feel like there was a lot of criticism and a lot of negative feedback from that and i i don't blame the community for getting upset with what they've what they've shown it was not up to standard and not up to par, not as far as Tolis goes, in my opinion, um, to the 319 and the 321. But yeah, it's it's yeah, man. It needs some, look, needs some PR, man. <laughs> I still think though, uh, you know, the when I'm gonna wait until X Plane 12 drop to even yep. make another further prediction on anything. Yeah, yep. you know, we've seen what we've seen. Uh, with the weather, with the clouds, with the water, with the rain, with the seasons, with all that stuff, the wind. The only thing, that, of course, they're going to miss is ortho because I just don't think Laminar wants to spend the money for ortho. And I don't know if it's going to yeah. even benefit them. You know, uh, Microsoft's got the, the ability to do it because they own it and they can stream it to you whenever you want, which is a great thing. I heard Blue say it all the time. Blue goes, I can load up in any airport anywhere in the world. I don't have to worry about downloading ortho. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's such a game changer, yep. right? Yep. But I, we'll see what X-Plane 12 looks like when it comes out. As, a, as you yeah. said, all, all the planes are going to work, but, you know, yeah. man, I wouldn't want to be in their spot right now, seriously. <laughs> it's it's a tough spot to be in, man, and, and I think... I think it, at the end of the day, you're gonna have you're gonna have the realists in it, which are are just gonna believe. You know, listen, it's laminar research. It's not Microsoft, right? We, we can never expect what Microsoft delivered as far as ortho and and photogrammetry and all that stuff. We can never expect that to come from Xplane. That's just that's not in their budget. I don't even think laminar research is worth enough money <laughs> to even fund something, you know, that would have to fund something like that. I don't think they have enough monies. There's not enough zeros in their bank account to, to fund how much money and how much resources and how much uh, coding and everything that that would require to do something like that. But at the same point, I think what we need to do is we need to... Listen, Microsoft Flight Simulator is pushing X-Plane right now at this point. And that's that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like like XP just said, let's wait and let's see what 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 they truly deliver us. Have have any of us really been impressed with what they've shown so far? 
No. I really haven't. I, I mean, uh, we, we got to fly the simulator in San Diego. We're not under any NDA. We got to fly it. You got to fly it. Listen, man, I wasn't impressed at all. Um, I, I, the changes I, they needed to make anyway. No, Those are the no. changes that they needed to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, That's what we um, expected. So. Yeah, and I, and I feel like in the long run, maybe X-Plane will get there. Are we going to hit every every... Are we going to get everything that we need out of X-Plane with this next current version? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Explains too small of a development group to give us, I think, what everything that we expect. But what we expect out of Explain is if we're going to get more iterations, if we're going to get an Explain 12, if we're going to get an Explain 13, we need to see at least enough changes in the simulator, um, you know, to warrant these big time upgrades and these 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 pay, you know, this buying a new simulator. And, and listen, I'm the first one. We've had Explain 11 for four and a half years now. We haven't been charged a single update, and I can thank laminar for that and yeah. the life of explain has has it's it's changed quite a bit man if you look at explain you know 11.00 to whatever we're at now uh explain 11.55 it's like we have a whole new simulator and without going into detail and without going and talking about the other simulators p3d <laughs> we know we would have been charged how many times now if this was a oh pay model you're going at yeah. least five times because if you go with a p3d scheme of well every time a 0.1 version comes out essentially we probably you know in in a p3d world we would have had to have bought x.11 five times from now yeah. so kudos to laminar and kudos to them for continuously fixing the sim and making the sims better um but yeah i i agree with xp i don't i'm not happy with what we've seen so far and i don't really feel like putting a judgment out there is really necessarily the right idea right yet um way too early in the development process to, to be saying oh explain 12 nope it's not going to be any good i think we need to give them time i think we need to let them iron everything out and work on on the details and um but the future is bright, man. Microsoft Flight Sim, X-Plane 12, yep. both of them. I mean, uh, if all of our add-ons are going to work for X-Plane 11, there's really no reason for us not to get X-Plane 12, right? As as yeah. hardcore Sim enthusiasts and people who have supported X-Plane, for me, since X-Plane 9, X-Plane 9, 10, and 11, I've owned. Um, I, you know, I'll be supporting 12, and I'll be getting it, and I'm, I'm fingers crossed that everything's going to work. I believe at one point in time, they also said the same thing coming from X-Plane 10 to X-Plane 11 that everything was going to work and True. then we got hit with $20 upgrade fees from everything. But oh, we'll yeah. see. We have to wait and we have to see, man. We we can speculate, but we don't really know, right? Yeah, the transition is going to happen uh, to one sim when you can get your A300 INI builds in Microsoft Flight Sim, right? You can get your MD-80s, a similar quality that let's rotate. Those are the planes that are not the 737 and the A320, yep. they, they still are fun planes to fly, man. Yeah, yeah. You understand? They're still a fun planes to fly in X-Plane. So, you know, um, X-Plane 12 is a, is a mandatory requirement at this point. Now 13, yeah, exactly. We don't know. Yeah. By that point, every developer should be on Microsoft by then, and, you know, we'll see what they come with. But let me ask you this. How many times in chat have you been asked why you don't fly P3D? <laughs> why <laughs> oh, don't you man. fly P3D? It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it, I get asked probably actually every single stream. I would say at least one or two times I get asked why I don't fly P3D. <laughs> simple, simple, simple story. I mean, um, it's 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 actually funny. I we touched over that today on my stream was, um, I was heavily debating P3D, believe it or not. I was at that point where I was heavily debating P3D and almost that same month where I was, I was 
breaking down numbers. I mean, I, I remember being in, in voice chats with, with Schmitty and Dan and just trying to figure out how much money I would have to put forward in order to get a viable streamable experience, right? And that, that's the keyword streamable experience. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is, this is the way that everybody has to go going into P3D, but as a streamer, um, you know, people expect a certain, you know, they expect us to have certain aircraft, payware aircraft. They expect yep. us to have certain scenery. They expect us to have yep. certain add-ons that make the yep. simulator, you know, you know how it goes. I don't need to explain it. And, and, and that's exactly when you, when I sat down and I looked at it, it was, you know, it was, it was over a thousand dollars basically to get, you know, the PMDD triple seven, the seven, three, the FS Labs series, the quality wings, um, Orbex global, get, you know, 20, 30 airports that you can, um, you know, pay where add-on airports that you can fly to for the first whatever X amount of months. You can kind of get your feet wet when it comes to P3D. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And then almost at that same time, Microsoft Flight Simulator dropped the bomb on us where they invited all those content creators out and they did that whole thing. And it was like, oh, okay, well, wow, I dodged a bullet there because I, I was... <laughs> I was, I was $50 gave me all of that. Yeah, exactly exactly and that was it so i said okay well i said um i you know and then it was kind of is it viable i i had a lot of battles with myself is it viable to do two two different platforms on on a sim channel i've built my entire channel off of explain how will my explain viewers react to me flying microsoft flight simulator there was a lot of like internal debates that had to go on with myself and i had to kind of try and figure out if this would be worth it for the channel but um I, I, I came to this balance of I'm not going to compare either sim. I'm not going to tell people which sim I prefer enjoying. I love both sims. And 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 I, I've explained why I like Microsoft Flight Simulator. I've explained why I like X-Plane. I think they're, you know, in a perfect world, we can have X-Plane aircrafts in a Microsoft Flight Simulator world and environment. And But I truly believe in due time we'll have all of that in both sims. Explain will be able to offer that. I mean, look at Explain alone with this enhanced skyscapes. Oh yeah, it's completely changed. Oh, completely yeah. changed my experience. I I was I wanted to go to to fly Explain or sorry I wanted to go move to Microsoft Flight Simulator two weeks ago when we came back from the expo. I wanted to jump back in Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I couldn't because I was so in love with the clouds and and how everything was looking in Explain that I said, all right, no, we're going to spend a couple more weeks here in Explain because I am truly enjoying this experience and, and it's crazy how one little thing in the simulator can just add so much immersion and so much joy into flying the sim again it's it's crazy it's absolutely crazy yeah that enhanced, know so that enhanced yeah, skyscape just made it just it just was a game changer oh, it's crazy man crazy yep out of nowhere it just came on like what what is this where did you come from? We've been looking at billboards for, for five years. Yeah. There you exactly. go. Real exactly. Cloud. And, and it doesn't hit your no. FPS. It doesn't hit your frames at all. So yeah, if, if you're running if you're running in yeah. Vulkan, I haven't really noticed anything. I, I've spoken about if you're running OpenGL, it definitely pulls a little bit on, on your graphics card. But uh, if you run Vulkan, like I'm pretty sure 90% of us do now, um, yeah, absolutely zero hit to the performance. None. All right. All right let me ask you about user requests because yeah. There's a certain plane that I just will not fly. The community yeah. donated it to me. I have it. I looked at it. I sat in the cockpit and I just don't want to fly this oh, plane. And I told him I'm not. What about you? Is yeah. there any planes that you just won't fly yeah. no matter what on the Western? Um, 
Yes and no. I'm I know exactly which plane you're speaking of. And I'm I'm right there with you, my friend, because guess what? Guess who also hasn't flown that plane yet? And <laughs> guess who has also been been given the monies to go and buy said airplane and still does not own that airplane? Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer of uh I always try and say never say never, right? I right. I, I, I always I'm a I kind of grew up with that. I've I've been instilled that by my family. I grew up with a with a, a crazy, uh, very very close family, uh, Irish Irish and English and French. So very close family, very very tight knit family. My grandfather growing up, the same one that got me into flight simulators was, you always have to try something in life. If you don't enjoy it, you never have to try it again. And he was like that with food. I can't tell you the amount of food that I've had to try. Uh, intestines, livers, testicles, all kinds of food because this man was just a crazy foodie and a chef and, 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 and enjoyed everything. And, um, just, you know, you have to try it once. And if you don't like it, we'll never make you eat it again. We'll never make you fly it. We'll never make you do anything. So I'm a huge advocate of that. I always say that on my channel, just never say never. Um, so (laughs) that being said, (laughs) I am, I am very much a, um, I'm very much a modern pilot. I, I very much like my modern flight decks. Um, I am for whatever reason, uh, I, I have very little to no interest in flying like military type aircraft, helicopters. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about aviation. I have just never really had um, a, a desire or an interest to learn. And it's not like I, you know, it's not like I don't think I can't learn those types of things. I think we've all shown if we sit down and we spend an hour or two, I'm pretty sure with our, the knowledge that we have, we can learn, we can learn something with, with the amount of tutorials and the amount of other great content creators that are out there streaming uh these stuff or, or creating content for this stuff it's um yeah it's it, it it's a tough one to get me enthused about stuff like that i don't know what it is that's probably my no-go um but again i i i never i have the thing where i never say never so i i i always there will always i think come a day where I'm going to say, okay, you know what? I've flown the 737. I've flown the 319. We got to jump in the DC-6 or we got to we gotta jump yep. in this helicopter. We got to yep. do it. I think it inevitably will happen. Um, yeah, but... One of these days, man, you're going to wake up one morning and go, you know what? <laughs> oh, I want to fly in Bolivia and fly over the mountains in the canyons and go land on a small strip See? somewhere. That's it. They exactly. still do it in the real world. So absolutely. It, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. I, you know, it's like, it's like the GA stuff, right? Too. Like you guys know, I'm not, again, kind of the commercial airplanes is where I'm at. That's, that's kind of where I'm, 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 I've made my name flying. That's kind of what I'm used to flying. Um, but again, I've, I've, I've found out that a lot of people really do enjoy like the general aviation stuff. And they, 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 they really do enjoy just jumping on Microsoft multiplayer and, and doing these community fly-ins and stuff like that. So I've really, you know, kind of stepping out of my comfort range because that's not like that type of flying doesn't interest me, right? That low and slow, um, you know, take uh, three hours to go a hundred miles. That's not my type. That right, like that's not my. That's not my type of flying. You know what I mean? Like I'm I, I guess I'm the yeah. only one. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's it. But you know what? Like the the people the people love it, right? And and the community loves it, and the community response that I get when I do these types of general aviation fly-ins and stuff. Um, the community, and what I'm saying is, the community in a sense has made me kind of fall for some of these things that I 
that I previously didn't enjoy. So I'm hoping in the long run for those aircraft that I don't enjoy flying or anything like that, the community can be persuasive enough or, or um, make the oh experience boy. enjoyable that will end up doing that. Because XP, trust me, man, I know, man, listen, there's nothing more scary when you've got 300 plus people sitting there watching and you're fumbling and oh you've got... God. You've got 50 people trying to give you instructions and everybody's trying to tell you something different and you you want to take the time and you want to thank everybody for what they're doing, but at the same point, it's doing absolutely no good for you as a streamer except making your blood pressure through the roof. And you sweat. Um, yeah, and you sweat. Exactly, yeah, you exactly. True. So, I mean, like, a plane like that requires a learning curve that you're going to have to put aside a couple of weeks and know it properly to present it. Cause guess what? We are presenters and we want to present the best things all the time. Never always Absolutely. turn out that way, but no. at least we try <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So to jump in a cockpit that is basically foreign to anything that you ever known and to yep. try to, you know, it's like, Oh my God. And then you're yep. only going to go from Fort Lauderdale to Tampa in an hour and a half when you could have been in New York the same time. It's like, come on. You know. Oh, you guys are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Teetering along at, at 10,000 oh, feet. Mm, come on. What my, gen- what my generation lovers at? By the way. Yeah. Shout out to Two-Tone Murphy. Two-Tone Murphy, by the way. As a streamer, is the only one I see is a GA guy, and when yeah. he flies, he's got a hundred people flying with him. Shout yeah, out to Tony Murphy. Good. That was like guy. that was like two tone. He's over on Twitch. I've watched him a couple times, yep. and that was like Cat's Raider too. I remember yep. watching Cat's Raider back in the day. This guy he would fly on Pilot Edge, and Pilot Edge is a you guys know Pilot Edge is a no joke network. Oh, yeah. But yep. he would be on he would be on Pilot. I remember he used to do Friday nights back before I started streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to spend yep. my Friday nights watching, and he would have 20, 30, 40 GA guys on the Pilot Edge network flying with him. And I always just was like, okay, this is cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> like because not only that, and half the time because he was also flying little business jets, right? And he was going up to yep. forty five thousand feet, Mach point seven two, little biz jets and stuff. I could get on board with something like that, but um, yeah, the the low and the slow, and 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 the the. I mean, uh, listen, we we've, we've got our hands full having to learn the the, the Q four hundred now coming. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I had minimal to no understanding of how a prop system works and a constant prop and any of that stuff so you're in for a treat when it comes to the q400 because it's again the fmc is like nothing you've ever uh, nothing you've ever handled at least for me in flight sims it was it's something completely brand new and same as 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 the engine controls and and having to control that stuff so it's well um, uh, if if you're flown ga It might be, <laughs> yes, it might be less of a learning curve. Even the DC three, I'm still throwing it out there. <laughs> no, actually, I've seen I've seen Blue do some GA streams as well, where there's quite a few people just hanging out with you and landing in yep. some remote island somewhere. So yeah, usually you know, on top of a snow capped mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More props oh, to you, man. man. Thank you for going great. out there and not doing the rest of what we all do, but. You know, definitely. Um, oh, I mean, I would I would be remiss to to, uh, to not ask you this though. I mean, yeah. how do you deal with the the negative side of streaming? And this basically comes from idiot people, anyway. Yeah, but how yeah do you I mean, that's that? that's a good question. Um, inevitably, as your channel grows, especially being somebody that makes their full time living off of creating YouTube videos and. Being a streamer, there's definitely going to be some animosity. There are definitely going to be some people that um, feel like you are not deserving of the situation and the position that you are in. 
Um, honestly, it, that's a great question, XP, to, to be real, because I, I feel like at certain points in my flight sim career or, or, or my, my streaming career, there's been definitely, there's been some low moments where, um, you know, sometimes you take maybe to heart a little bit too much what some people are, are saying about you or your channel. Um, at the end of the day, um, the reality of it is, is, is I kind of just look at the positives. I look at how many people are subscribed to my channel and I look at how many people are members and I look at how many people I've got in my discord channel. And I remember that out of all the negativity, the one or two messages of negativity, there are 60 something thousand plus subscribers that have my back and, and they're here for me and they're here because they enjoy watching my content. And I'm not, I'm not perfect. Uh, I've made mistakes doing this streaming, um, whether it's, it's, it's been, uh, made public or not. You guys know there's, there's been mistakes that have been made. And I was the first person to sit there and say, you know what? I was the one that screwed up and it's on nobody else. And it's, it's under my control. And I was the reason that things got like this. And, um, I think it's, it's, it's extremely important to just remember all the positives. There will be negatives no matter what you do in life, right? No matter what you do, you turn a hobby into a job, there's, there's negatives that are going to come out of it. Uh, you're going to be a content creator. You're putting your entire personality, your entire life. You're pretty much putting it out there for anybody to see, anybody to comment on, anybody to make. You're fat, you're ugly, you're bald, you wear glasses, you have a beard, you're uh, you got gray hair, whatever it me, whatever it is, right. You're, you're constantly, you're, you're leaving yourself open for constant criticism. And I think as a streamer, you end up just building almost like this Teflon skin where it says, you know what, at the end of the day, everybody that's hanging out and chat and everybody that's, that's got all these positive things to say, those are the people that, that you focus on. And that I think is, is the main focal point. It, it sucks that we live, it sucks that we live in a world where people need to make you feel bad for doing something. Um, you know, I always tell people I, I never, ever, ever started doing this for money. I never once started streaming thinking that this would become a job. This, these are things that I think just happen when, when you make the right decisions and, and, and you, and you go about things the right way. Um, I, 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 I sat here for months and months and months and I kept a, a part-time job while making enough money to support myself on YouTube. I kept a part-time job for six months because I was so insecure. I was so insecure about it. I didn't want to take the full step. I wanted to always have that cushion and that, that, but I got too tired. It was just, it was too much. It was too much to do the streaming. It was too much to then go work on the overnights or whatever the shift work that I would have been doing. It was just too much. And I, and I truly figured, I said, you know what, with all the haters and everything, I at least owe it to myself to try and do something like this. Because at the end of the day, there's not a lot of people that get the opportunity uh, that we're in or that I'm in, um, where you get to call this a job and, and you get to work from home and you get to, you know, have this unbelievable setup and you get to work with companies like Thrustmaster and Honeycomb and, and all of those things, man, you, sometimes you just got to take a shot and no matter what, no matter what you do in life, there will always be haters, right? There will always, always, always be haters. It's, it's how you take the adversity and, and you go with it. For myself, I kind of use it as fuel. I kind of use it as ammo. When I see somebody that has something negative to say, you know, instead of getting upset, I think about that and I think about, okay, from their perspective, if they were to look at me and this is what they see, maybe I do need to change something. Maybe I need to, 
Um, maybe I need to be a little bit more friendlier to people who are new to the hobby and coming into my streams or, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to take different perspectives. Some people are just really terrible and really mean at expressing things, you know? So, um, let me, let me, let me jump in and say this, um, yeah. anybody out there who wants to stream, wants to know what's going on with streaming or whatever, uh, you happen to be the guy that th there is no blueprint before you especially yeah. on YouTube. You are the blueprint. Yeah. So you're literally making it up as you go along. Yeah. No, we afterwards get to see, okay, you did this. Okay. All right. So we could do that too, or we could do it differently or whatever. You know, we get to watch the guy at the top and go, all right, we're going to do this, 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 but we're not going to do that because that created that. But you, 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 you are setting the trend out there ahead of everybody else. So mistakes are going to be made. That's yeah, just normal because yeah. there's nobody else out there that's doing it that way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. also uh, for the haters, it benefits you if you want to get into this game to look at what the leader is doing and say, okay, I like that. Take it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Don't, don't hate all the time. And also don't leave a comment on somebody's channel that goes, I got this comment the other day. It goes, you still feel so bad for yourself. You're taking money from children. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, bro. Yeah, that was a you comment. Don't, one you my... don't understand how many times it's. I'll, yeah. I'll never understand. I'll never understand how how know. us will like, you know, the fact that people willingly want to donate and help support us and help support what we do. And then you have the other extreme on the end that exactly like what you said, think that we're taking money from people or that a membership is some type of ploy to get money out of people. And it's listen, man, I'm here and. I'm providing a service, whether, again, whether, whether you want to look at it like that or not, I'm, I'm providing a service at this point. And I think that's where it's, uh, again, do I feel like I need to be paid for my time? No, I don't think I will ever feel like I need to be paid to turn my camera on and to stream what I love doing is getting paid from doing this uh, a plus and a bonus out of doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And I'm forever grateful. I say it at the end of every single one of my streams. It's all my mods, my donators, my sponsors. I am forever grateful for what you guys do to my channel. Um, it's it's without those people and without the people that you want to see you succeed and, and enjoy you enough to want to help your content, um, you know, you owe it to them to continue doing what you do and, and, and to keep building forward and to keep pushing through, like you said, the haters and the people that just don't understand it and uh it's unfortunate there seems to be a lot of people that just don't understand it um but at the end of the day it's it's we do it because we love doing it and and it's it's i can i can understand how some people can watch it and they may not understand it but you don't need to understand it you don't have to hate on somebody because you don't understand it right and i think that's yeah. really what it comes down to that's the the main thing I find is just because people don't understand like what a membership is or, or why people donate, that doesn't mean that like, you know, we deserve hate on that. It's not like I'm, you know, sitting here with my hand out saying, okay, guys, if you want me to go live next week, I need to get a uh, hundred dollars worth of donations. Like that's not it at all. <laughs> like that's not it at yeah. all. It's and, it's and for me, like I canceled my cable subscription a long time ago. I don't have yeah. cable, but yeah. I am sub to a bunch of streamers. Absolutely. Because they provide me entertainment. That, yeah. it, you know, I get to watch them. I get to see what their production is and all that stuff. And I, su I support what they do because I understand it takes time and effort for these people to do these things. 
it, yeah. they just don't roll out the bed and it's done. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I don't know how Blue does it. Oh, Blue edit, edits videos, man. Yeah. Blue, yeah. I don't know how you do it, man. I can't do it. I always you know, give, so, that, I always oh, give so much kudos to Blue, man. I always say Blue makes some of the best. Um, you know, when, when he does his unboxing videos and stuff like that, I don't, I don't watch that, that type of content. Usually for me, I, I'm more of like a live stream guy. I love having the interaction, mm -hmm. but I've watched every single one of blues unboxing videos. Anytime he does a review on a product, I'm watching, I'm watching blue. It's, it's either I'm watching blue or previously before I found blues channel and stuff like that. I was watching Q8 pilot Osama, oh, yeah. which I still watch too. Um, you know, because his tutorials and, or his, um, not tutorials, but his, um first looks and and the stuff that he does it's it's you it doesn't get better than that you know yeah. what i mean and the same goes for blue with his i've told blue i've i told him i said man your your unboxing game and this type of stuff like this guy gets hundreds of thousands of views on that doesn't happen just for you know th that doesn't happen for no reason like it happens because he puts amazing effort and content out there and people are very receptive when when they can just you know, like when, when somebody can click on a video and we're into the video and they're already looking at what we're, they're there to look at, like Blue does, it's it's a game changer, man. It's People aren't there to like see a life story and this and that. If they wanted to watch that, they would go watch that somewhere else, right? A 10-minute ten, ten intro. Yeah, man. No. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> how, do you, how do you handle the flight request from Hawaii to Sydney? <laughs> can you fly this route how do you handle oh, that flight man. like here's the thing so a lot of people i don't know man i feel like a lot of people kind of have this negative perception about my youtube chat and my channel because our my moderator group is i don't know i i've been around i've seen other streams and i will admit that our chat and my moderators that they're they do not put up with anything and and i love those guys and they do such a good job because they know that my workload especially being a single pilot flying on vatsim or flying flying on pilot edge when i look over and i see comments in my chat it's it's they want it to be at the cleanest possible at least for me to go through and have to you know i can run through you know 15 20 chat lines and not have you know, just mumbo jumbo and crazy stuff just in there with, with flight requests. And, um, I've, I've always told people and I'm always, I have, I have, oh, I have a hundred shortcut commands for my channel, a hundred ninety nine mm. to be exact. Wow. I get in shit all the time from Schmitty and Dan and, 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 and Sonny, they're always telling me, clean it up. You don't need that many, clean it up, do this, do that. And I'm like, guys, listen, here's the thing. I, I like having shortcut commands and keys for all, for all of these stuff so that if anybody has a question, if anybody has a comment, anybody has a concern, all you have to do is exclamation point and whatever it is, whatever the command is in chat, and you've you've got what you need right there. Um, how we yeah, deal know, with you know it? What? Hold on, you know you've yeah. spoiled them because you know why? I see them come to my chat, <laughs> mine and too, whatever, and it doesn't Sorry. work. I apologize. I'm apologies. like, where'd you guys get this exclamation point stuff from? I only have like five, <laughs> right? And and here's the thing: too, you have to understand, right? Is um, you know, as somebody that's been doing this for so long, the amount of the amount of times that I've been asked the same question. So anytime you see that I have a command built into my channel, it's genuinely because I've been asked the question probably over a thousand times. And we just have this um this little this little um you know, we have we have the little blurb of, of information. Exclamation point PE, for example, in chat will give you the Pilot Edge website and gives you a little blurb of information about Pilot Edge. So that way 
people don't constantly come in chat and they're like this, that, this, that, or this, that. Now, that being said, I feel like in the community, we've, my chat and my moderators kind of have a, a bad rap, maybe not a bad rap, but I feel like we're more of one of the more strict channels, if you will, as far as what we allow in the chat and what we don't allow in the chat. Um, so everybody's going exclamation point scenery, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> these guys, dude, these guys, man. But yeah, th that's kind of how I feel. It's just that we're not, we're not, you know, we're not being, my moderators aren't being mean. I'm not being mean. It's just, we're trying to, we're trying to limit the chat box because there are so many chat lines. XP, I know you see it, man. Your channel has been blowing up. I know you see it at the end of the night when you, when you remove your night bot and you see 3,700 chat lines and you go and you go, that's why my head hurts. You know what I mean? It's you try and get to every single question. And when half of the questions are just either spam or a question that you've already answered five minutes ago, or a question that you've answered five times already in your live stream, you can understand how the moderators maybe get, you know, okay, we're going to remove that comment. Okay. We're going to put you in a timeout because you've asked five times already. And clearly you don't understand that we have these commands and we're going to explain it again, that we have all these commands for you. It's, it's, I've, I've, I've are given, you, are you a real pilot? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I've, I've always been very, very like communicative with my, with my moderators. If there's something that they're doing that I don't like, trust me, I'm the first one to, to explain it to them after the stream, during the stream. Um, we've, uh, again, we, we have this stance where we just don't have time for, for like, for, for, uh, the garbage and, and whatever that gets thrown in chat. There's just, there's not enough time in a live stream to get through all of that stuff. So to, to answer your question, a lot of it actually gets removed by the moderators. I, I very thankfully, I don't get a lot of stuff that I have to remove myself or I have to look and, and, you know, look at the question and go, what is this? Like, where is this coming from? What, where did that? So I'm very thankful. I've got a good group of guys that kind of understands the questions that need to be asked during the stream and more so the questions that need to be answered and stuff like that. Um, 12 cut being one of them. He's right there. I see him putting his ponder face. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He's the best. So oh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how we approach the situation. It's kind of, um, you know, the moderators know they're, they're going to allow questions through that, that are, you know, flight simulator or aviation questions they're not so much going to uh and and they know any flight suggestions they'll they'll you know we have a command it's exclamation point and then you put their name and then you type it and then nightbot even tags them in a message and it says you know uh, at any point if you would like to see captain fly somewhere please join the discord and put it in the appropriate section now 95% of the kids or the people I'm going to say kids they're probably not kids some are kids who knows 95% of the people don't read that right they they don't look into that yeah. they don't know what nightbot is they don't want to join discord and i understand that i don't expect everybody to join my discord just to put a flight suggestion in there but there's other ways around it right there's uh i'm sure you get bombarded as well you dream and yeah absolutely people just... people don't understand there has yep. to be some some method to the madness right yep yep, yep. yep. absolutely <laughs> all right let's go in a different direction since we got okay. you here favorite yeah plane to fly on stream oh geez favorite plane to fly they ask me that all the time yeah i really think it depends what simulator we're in mm -hmm. um if if i'm going with x plane if i gotta be honest with you man i think it really depends like i'm i'm a very much like 
I really get into flying an airplane for a couple months and then I kind of get into flying a different airplane. If we're in Microsoft Flight Simulator, obviously it's the A321X mod all day long. It's hands down the best aircraft, in my opinion, yeah. uh, available other than the maybe the um, uh, the CJ4 mod. Um, I've heard really good things about that one. Um, if I'm in X-Plane, that's where it gets tough, man. It yeah. gets really tough. Um, I, that's why I asked the question because I know it's tough. Yeah, I, 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 I answer I, it. <laughs> so if if like if 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 let's say stream wasn't stream wasn't a thing and I just I just wanted to go flying, I'm yeah. gonna probably fly the Zebo to be honest with you. If stream wasn't a thing and I just wanted to go flying, I I, I truly I'm I'm so in love with with the entire Zebo project just because I was so against it at the beginning um i'll never forget my friend telling me hey man there's this free 737 for x-plane i remember laughing and laughing and oh man like this isn't going to be worth my time i'm not putting that on stream i'm not doing that i'm not doing this and it turns out to be one of my one of my favorite airplanes i've probably got a thousand hours flying the zebo alone in x-plane 11 you know what i mean it's 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 one of those did airplanes Zeebo where save x yeah, did yeah. Zevo save X plane or did Zevo save X plane? I think yes. he did. It's, yeah. I mean, you, you, I, I, yeah, I think Zevo was definitely one of the developers to save it. And I, I, again, just to touch base on that super quickly, I think X plane's going to continue to be that simulator as long as these third party developers stay, stay, stay making content for it. Um, as long as we've got the Fly J Sims, as long as we've got the Toluses, as long as we've got I and I, as long as we've got Flight yep. Factor. I don't see X-Plane going anywhere. Maybe it won't be as popular. Maybe X-Plane 12 or X-Plane 13 may not reach that pinnacle of popularity the way that X-Plane 11 did, but I forever see X-Plane being a contender in this game. I don't see X-Plane going anywhere. I really don't. Yep. I agree. Developers keeping it alive. Absolutely. Definitely keeping it alive. Yeah. But, um, how, how do we as streamers talk for four or five hours straight? How do we do it? Is it? That's another question, man. Great question. Oh, I think we're I think we're just so used to it. And honestly, the big thing is is our passion. To be honest with you, the, the, the passion, the the passion, and um, the uh, um, just our love for aviation. I think that's what allows us to to sit here and to chat and and to just hang out. Um, I, I truly believe w without the passion and without the love, I, I don't, I don't think I could do this. I don't think I could do this as a full-time job. I don't think I could pursue this as a career. I don't think I could have the community and the channel that I have without, without the passion and without the love for it. That's for sure. Which yeah. leads me to another question. Do you ever worry about, I don't see it happening, but do you ever worry about burnout at all? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. How do you, how do you manage you that? Burnout? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how do you um, manage how do you imagine not uh, have you had it and how do you imagine not having it yeah um so uh have i had it i don't mm, that's a tough question i don't feel like i've like i've come fully had it you know what i mean I, i've been fortunate enough to where i feel like if i'm getting to a, a point um that I'll, I'll take a vacation or i'll take a break you know what i mean it's it's very difficult i find or sorry not difficult it's 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 fairly easy to get yourself burnt out from doing this um there, there's no i tell people all the time i say 
you know, if you're, if you're just doing flight sim streaming and you don't have a group of friends around you that does it, or you don't watch any streamers, or you don't watch any content creators, it makes it, it makes it very lonely, man. It, it really does. It really does. Um, you know, flying, flying by yourself from point A to point B, there's only so much that you're going to be able to do that, right? There, there's only so much that you're going to want to do that by yourself. Now, if you had a group of friends that you're doing that with, where you kind of, you know, one week XP chooses where we're flying, one week Blue chooses where we're flying, one week Captain chooses where we're flying, you know, or not even that, just different days of the week, you have your friends that you're flying with that you're doing stuff like that. I try my best to keep myself, um, how do I, how do I say this? I, I, I put a lot of time in my streams and I put a lot of time in the flight sims, but I also know exactly where to draw the line and when to draw the line, if that makes sense. Because yes, to answer your question, I have absolutely burned myself out in the past, 100%. Um, there was a point where I was streaming five or six days a week and it got to a point where I had no life outside of sitting in this chair, being on my computer. Um, I had nothing. I, I had Daisy and I would, you know, walk her in the morning and walk her at night, but that was it. Um, so very easy to burn yourself out. I find having a perfect balance, having a hobby outside of doing flight sim, um, having somewhere that you can go or a friend's house, or here's the thing with me is I don't really have any of any of my real life friends. Um, they're not really, nobody is really interested in this, right? I'm, I'm, the I'm the only person out of all my friends that 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 shows any interest in this. I don't. I have two real world friends who are pilots that I grew up with. Now, obviously, they don't have time for simulators because they're flying real planes, right? The simulator is. They look at simulators as training tools, and they have to go to their simulator once a year to stay current, and and that's how they look at simulators. They don't look at simulators the way that we do, where it's kind of like a mix of passion, fun, and training, and learning, and. Um, for them, it's, it's work. You go into the simulator and I'm, I'm going to work to do that. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it, it's tough. It's tough. I, I find, I find having two simulators now it, 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 it is, it's a really nice balance because I find myself, if I'm getting burnt out in one sim, I can jump into the other sim and it kind of has a different effect on me as the same as I was saying, like the way that Microsoft flight sim now, like the atmosphere and just flying in that simulator feels so good. Just wing views, looking at the clouds, looking at the ortho, looking at everything. It's, it's just, it's beautiful. Um, and then again, when I, when I start getting that deep down, okay, I really want to go fly a jet with a proper FMC or a MIGDO, and <laughs> I want to rely on an LNAV and a VNAV, well, I can go into X-Plane and I can get that, right? I can fly the 7.5, the 7.6, the 7.3, the 3.19, the 3.21, the 3.50. It's endless what I can go and fly <laughs> on X-Plane. So yeah, um, yeah that's kind of how I deal with that. And, and to anybody in chat, if you're ever dealing with a burnout, find a community, man. doesn't have to be my community, doesn't have to be XPs, doesn't have to be blues. We're not saying that. But find yourself a community that you can be a part of. And I guarantee you, if you're ever having flight sim blues or you're ever getting feeling like you're getting burnt out from flight sim, being part of a community can uh, can can really, really improve um, how you outlook and or sorry, how your outlook is on a simulator and stuff like that. 
I got yeah. no time for burnout between talking to Blue, Captain Geo, <laughs> HD Sim, CJ Hollister, and when I when I figured yeah, I flew yeah. every airport and every scenery, and they go, oh by the way, did you see this just came out? Yep. You got to get it. I'm like, no nah, man, I don't want it. No, you have to get it. It's like, oh Jesus, here we go again. <laughs> and next thing you know, you know, Geo makes me spend more money on Sim than anybody else. He's the one who made me get this damn new computer here that I have. Out of boy, Geo. <laughs> exactly. You know, so he's saying, Blue, you need to get into the 30 series graphics card. Mod, man. Oh, someday. Up there. someday. Yeah. <laughs> man. How was how's the 30 3080 cap? How was it? Um, it's good, man. I, I mean, you guys know it was it was a struggle to even get it. I was on a wait list for uh I believe it was just over six and a half months, just wow. under seven months. Um, so basically they they took payment and it was I they yeah, it was just sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Um Funny story about it is I originally ordered an Asus Tough 3080. That was the one that I had pre-purchased. And after six and a half months, they they called me up the 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 store that I had made the purchase on, and they said, uh, "We have a EVGA 3080. Is this okay? Are you okay with that? Because this is all we have in stock, and we have no clue when we're getting more." And I took it and I, yep. And I don't know if you guys remember, I got in my car, I drove three hours, yep. <laughs> went, wow. went to go pick it up. Yeah. Had to go. It was, I actually met huge shout out to Alex, Alex Sue. I don't know if you guys know Alex Sue, great guy in the community. He's part of $0 Payware. Oh, nice. Um, great, great, great oh, yeah. guy. Great guy. Great series, man. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Free. Yeah. So he, Jeez. he lives in Toronto and that's actually where the, that's where I bought the graphics card from. So he actually, instead of having to make me drive five and a half hours, he very, very thankfully uh, met me halfway. Basically, we met at a little small town, uh, oh, and nice. I bought him bought him dinner. And yeah, he charged his Tesla. I think it was just an excuse to go drive his Tesla. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> such a cool wow. car, man! Such a cool car. Oh, man. that's community, man. That is, yeah, that is community. It, it is, it yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's an I absolutely mean, awesome person, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I met you at Flight Sim Expo in 2019, and then just yep. a couple of weeks ago, and yep. just meeting up with you guys who do the same thing I do, because nobody else outside of this circle don't even give a crap. Nope. You know, what I mean, it's, it's <laughs> nope. so awesome, nope. right? Yeah, it's just so awesome. That, and as you said about community, you know, getting to share and see and talk. So even if it's still a Flight Sim community, as Cap was saying, get into the community, um, share ideas, share. You know, yeah. uh, if you have problems, talk to somebody about it, man. These guys will give you lots of um, help. And so forth, man. I love it for that reason. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. absolutely. I think the the flight sim community, albeit one of the harder communities to kind of make make a not make a name for yourself, but I feel like feel like the flight sim community kind of has a bad rap because there are some people that kind of take this hobby a little bit more seriously than some people. And I feel like sometimes it's 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 harder for newer people or younger people to feel accepted in this hobby. Um, and that's where I've kind of just kind of pretty much changed my channel and my atmosphere. And, and again, just kind of touching back on the way my moderators deal with things in chat and stuff like that is we've, we've kind of decided to go with this approach that like, you know, somebody asked me the other day and somebody's like, how come you're not timing out these questions or don't you get bored answering the same question over and over and over. And you have to understand that, with Microsoft Flight Simulator out right now, there are so many new people in this hobby that it's not fair to just put all of them in one group and say, okay, you can't ask me that question because I've already been asked five or six times today. And 
a lot of the time, man, it's genuine people asking genuine questions because they don't know and they don't understand. Now, if you've watched my channel for three years, then yeah, okay. Like I can understand how somebody asking cap, what's your favorite airplane or cap? Can you fly here? Can you fly there? Or, uh, cap, what, what's, what's your, what's your graphic setting cap? What are your camera controls? I can understand after three years how that could be like annoying or how you wouldn't want to see that or something like that. No. But as, as a whole and as a content creator and as a community leader, it's just something that I think like you get used to and that you have to understand that you, those are questions that need to be answered because you, you can't just leave people out of the dark, right? Yeah. There's, there's new people uh, in this hobby so much. Except the question that says, um, XP, uh, what are your add-ons? Like what? <laughs> what are my add-ons? Where do I start? Like I can't list them. Can you type my add-ons for me, please? Yeah, it's it's. I always. That's the thing too, right? I always. I find that, that I guess it's kind of like the double-edged sword, right? It's people getting into this hobby for the first time, they see our streams, right? They see us flying X plane with our 300 add-ons and with our with our weather programs and Active Sky and enhanced skyscapes and uh, you know Mr X textures and sceneries and Ortho for XP and they just want to jump headfirst into it right and you go okay hold on there's yeah. so many things that you need to learn about the simul the yeah. core simulator experience before you need to start adding Ortho and sceneries and third party yep. airplanes and you know, it's, it's, um, I feel like a vanilla experience in, in, in any simulator will truly, um, allow you to, to say, okay, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this or no, I'm not interested in this. Right. Yeah. Um, the add-ons make the simulators. I think we can all agree. Like explain right. wouldn't be where it is today without Zebo and Tolis and flight factor and I and I builds and rotate not a chance in hell, not nowhere even close to where it is today. Um, so I, I completely understand, but I also feel like it, it can be extremely daunting. Somebody new coming into the hobby. You I know what imagine. I mean? I can't imagine. Seriously. <laughs> like there's yeah. games that I play it's... that are nowhere near as complex as X-Plane. And I have to watch like hours of tutorials just how to play them, you know? So for oh, X-Plane, absolutely, man. I can't imagine. You, you know, they watch your, your stream like, oh man, it looks amazing. I want that. Like that was how I was when I saw yeah. P3D. I was like, well, yep. if I get into P3, like you said earlier, how much it would cost? I'm like, well, I, how much would it cost me to put that on my screen, right? It's like they got it's the, the plane, true. they got the scenery, they got the, the ortho, then they got the mesh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, it's, and they got the cloud, yeah. I was trying to explain the other day, somebody came in and he goes, Cap, I downloaded ortho for, or Cap, I downloaded V-States. Um, the ortho looks good, but I have no buildings at my airport or the surrounding area. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going in my head. I'm like, okay, how, this guy clearly is brand new to explain and brand new to like inserting scenery in. I was like, how do I explain this? Trying to make sense. How do I explain this to somebody now that he needs to go and edit his I and I file or that something needs to be done that way? It's like, like I remember when I first yeah. started explain, right. And having to learn all these things I had no clue what I was doing. I remember the first couple times that I downloaded and did anything with ortho for XP. I was deleting, I was deleting X plane native tiles. And I was, Oh man, it was just, a, I ended up having to reinstall X plane because I had like deleted half of the actual tiles within X plane. There were just wow. nothing would show up, just water. Yes. You'd fly over an air and it would just be the airport sitting in a brick of water. I'm sure we've all seen it. 
Yes. Wow. We've yes. all messed up their yes. mesh hmm. that bad. Now, you, now I'm, you, you have me thinking, going, hmm, we went through the fun of building our simulators from scratch to yep. where it looks, and then we enjoy it more because we had to do that. Mm-hmm. With Microsoft now, it's all there at the box. Yep. What, where's your fun come from? Honestly, that's where I think X, that's where I kind of, it's as odd as this is to say, like, it's almost it's almost like a calming experience as a streamer it's almost a calming experience knowing that i'm going to be flying microsoft flight sim because like you said earlier like i don't have to worry about my ortho drive i don't need to worry about downloading ortho i really don't need to worry about you know will enhanced skyscapes work properly or am i am i going to get an fps impact on this or that i don't have to worry about any of those things jumping into microsoft it's just hopefully the plane does what it's supposed to do you know hopefully the mick do follows the flight plan that's basically the most of my worries on days where we jump in inside microsoft because uh yeah. yeah you nailed it it's 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 taken out all that scenery editing all the cloud editing anything to do with that um yep. just don't yep. need that anymore you know so yeah. uh when are you getting your xbox <laughs> as as soon as Microsoft sends me one, how about that? <laughs> that's when I'll, that's I mean, when I'll play it. We're gonna it's we're gonna have a simulator where there's gonna be an Xbox crowd that has no way to have add-ons, really. You know? Yeah, I'm 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 really I'm really really hoping as the 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 life of Microsoft continues that they're gonna figure out something. Um, I was pleased to hear that the CRJ, I know that the development for the CRJ has been kind of, kind of slow and kind of quiet. Um, at least on the PC, we've been waiting for the 900 and the 1000 for, for, for quite a while now. Um, but, um, they're going to be fully compatible with the Xbox. So so that's really good news is that you're going to start to see, I think you're going to start to see, I think it's going to be the bigger developers, the ones that maybe have a little bit more of a budget, if you will. I think you're going to start seeing some of those guys um, start. But but I was very pleased to hear that. I was pleased to hear that the CRJ at some point, I don't, there's no release date, there's no nothing. But uh, I was pleased to hear that it's going to be going to the Xbox. One of the things that I was a little bit upset about was VATSIM not being compatible, but I kind of also understand that. I think that that's kind of like op- opening Pandora's box, if you will. Oh man, uh, I, you, it. I feel like Vatsim already is like borderline incoherently not, <laughs> not perfect on on a good day. So I can only imagine like dealing with volumes and and microphones, and I don't even understand how that aspect of it would work, right? Because you're technically connecting to a client i don't know how that works within the xbox i don't know if they'll ever get it to work with that on the xbox but um the fact that we've got native multiplayer support i mean that i guess is a little bit of a savior right it allows us to like i said i've kind of been doing that once a month now where i just join the multiplayer and anybody can come and join whatever jet whatever plane spawn your 747 on top of me do your spins do your circles whatever whatever makes you happy right and we're on <laughs> we're on microsoft multiplayer network we're not on vatsim we're not on pilot edge we're not doing that type of stuff on there oh boy um yeah in a perfect world for you um yep. atc or no atc when you fly atc always Okay, it, it, it just it, it creates so much more it, add the realism factor right especially with with the way vatsim and pilotage and it's almost like real life these guys are so good at what they do now uh vatsim has been around for so long that these controllers they've got hundreds if not thousands of hours they know exactly what they're doing 
Um, there's just something extremely satisfying about loading up and seeing like, you know, like in your streams, the Congo lines that join you, I've, I've tuned in a couple times just to pop in. You're look 40, 50 people, (laughs) man, snaking down the line with you. Like, and, 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 and to be real, like that's impossible. How are you going to control that without controllers? Right. Yeah. You're going to have 40 people all trying to, because everybody lands differently. Everybody plans their arrival. You're going to have some that are going to be lower than others, higher than others. You're going to have people that cut people off. It, it doesn't work right. When you have that many airplanes and that many people flying with you, you need ATC. Otherwise it just becomes a, oh my goodness. Right. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen it before and I'm sure it's happened before (laughs) where it just becomes like a cluster, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And shout out to the Vatsim controllers. I know they've put up a, a lot with a lot of crap that happened in the past with my flying and everybody flying with me. But I think we're getting better now. We're we're coordinating it. We're planning it. You know, people are listening to what the ATC. Do, and yeah. I'm guilty of that, too, because I'm here looking at the chat. Oh, yeah. And like, you're like, oh, oh you yeah. know, so-and-so, hello, yeah. where you at, you know. But yeah. shout out to Vatsim. You know, those guys enjoyed as much as we enjoy flying. So Absolutely. Have you I'm guys a firm believer. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I hot mic'd once. I don't know where I forget where we were flying, but I was streaming actually. And they were very quick to like point it out. So I was very thankful. (laughs) True that. But yeah, but shout out to Vatsim for that. You know, I appreciate them guys, you know, stepping up and doing it. And I feel like with Vatsim, I feel like as long as you're constantly like learning and adapting and trying to better your streams and, and what you're doing and how you approach things, like you said, by, by contacting the controllers and getting people online and stuff like that. I feel like the more that happens, that that's all they want, right? They we're not pilots. We're not, nobody's expecting us to be perfect. Nobody's expecting us to, to know the, you know, the read back and the radio comms a hundred percent, but they want to see you getting better. They want to see you trying to better yourself. I think that's where it's, and you've definitely done that. I mean, it's, it's, we all have, right? We've all, you look at any of our streams from, a year or two ago and the amount of 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 growth that all of us have have had it's crazy man it's crazy and that just becomes just getting more comfortable man and 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 being comfortable in your shoes and being comfortable who you are as a streamer and i mean look at me i used to have my microphone used to sit there and yell into my mic and i was smoking and drinking red bulls and craziness man it's just absolutely (laughs) crazy you know like it's it's, true man it's, it's it's wild man Wow, it's good, definitely, man. So how do you feel about pioneering butter, no floaties, <laughs> rotate? What else? It's like at the least ten of them. Language. Oh flights man, the plates lingo. Man. lingo. <laughs> you know, you um, know. Well, to be fair, I can't take too much uh, other than butter. Butter's been around for a while. I think like um, uh, Air Force Proud and Swiss O One were definitely the butter, uh, the butter founders. Though that's kind of yeah. where I got that. Yeah. yeah. That's where I got those from. Uh, the Rotate was kind of like a same thing. It was um, Air Force Proud. I used to watch a lot of his videos. He kind of said the same thing. It was kind of almost, he said it in like a little bit of a different way, but me being Canadian and half French Canadian. So it kind of made sense. Uh, Rotate, so you know, we kind of started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we just started having fun with it and doing these things. And now, honestly, like... Somebody asked me today, like the, the whole no floaties thing. And like, I don't even know where all of this started from, you know, like the no floaties, it kind of just started off as like a, a form of saying thank you. And obviously as the channel grows and the more people and the more members and the more everything that you have, everything just gets blown up. Right. So yeah. you have 
you know, 50, 60 people spamming no floaties and butter and all this stuff. And it just, it just becomes a snowball effect. And it, it, it honestly does. Yeah. I got, I got one out. I, I have only one. It's called airplane. What are you doing? That's it, man. When in doubt, you just blame it on the airplane. It's easy. When in doubt, do. float it out. And I heard there myself you go. say that. There you yep. go. Yes. Absolutely. Damn it, Schmitty. Damn it, Schmitty. Yeah, that That's another one. Exactly. <laughs> Damage Schmitty. I know it. <laughs> and you got to get the departure, the departure. Mm. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's a good one. I always get it in when I can. Always get it in That's when I can. Hey, look, Pioneer man doing the doing the thing. You know, I was looking at two hours already. Holy crap. Crazy, man. Hey, man. We've been, we've been having a buck. Have- <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys for a second right now. I really don't. I I don't consider myself a pioneer. I don't really consider myself like anything special in the flight sim community. I really don't. If you sit and you have a convo with me, I think I think that it's you'll be the first person to realize that I'm just an extremely regular person that just has a huge passion for aviation and more importantly for flight sim and I truly believe that's the reason that like I'm here today and I've been given this opportunity is that I'm Uh, A little bit crazy, obviously. I think anybody that streams and anybody that puts themselves on this kind of, you're a little bit crazy, right? I think it's fair to say that. Like, not not in a bad way at all. It's just, it takes a certain personality and it takes a certain level of character, if you will, or something like that, to to become a streamer and, and to do this and to put your entire life basically out for the world to see you. There's no... You know, like you said, people see you at your best, people see you at your worst, but you always do your best to try and just give them that level playing field. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, so I appreciate that, man, to hear you guys and, and to see, how you know, the success of your channel and, and, and more importantly, the success of everybody right now, the success of Flight Sim in general just makes me so happy. Um, it, it continuously reminds me that I made the right choice by doing this, by pursuing a full-time job doing streaming and more importantly, a full-time job in, in the flight sim industry where I feel like, um, there wasn't enough people, there wasn't enough boisterous people that maybe, um, you know, uh, could, could, could build some communities and build, uh, the awesome awesomeness that we're seeing right now through, throughout YouTube, throughout Twitch, throughout all of that, man. So, um, I'm, uh, I'm very, very, very thankful dude for, for the, the position that I'm in and, I wish nothing but the best for, for you XP and, and for you blue and, and for everybody that does this hobby, man, without you guys here, seriously, we're, we're not, none of this is possible. Right. So without, without communities like yours, XP, without communities like you blue, without communities like, like flight deck to Sim and, and V1 and Chewy and Jeff and all these content creators, we are the whole flight sim community. So it's, um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to see how much we're growing. It's crazy to see how the industry is growing. Um, it's very humbling to be in this position and to be able to do this week after week and, and, and hang out with you guys and do these podcasts and, and just fly with you guys, man. Share the virtual skies, if you will. It's, it's, it's truly a pleasure, man. I never, I never thought we would get this opportunity. I never thought we would be here. That's for sure, man. And we could actually, we could honestly be even talking for hours more, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely. So much we could, we man. Absolutely. You know, I just, you know I, one, one last thing, um, you know, um, 
the community is funny within the gaming industry. We're like a small niche still, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I constantly think, how can we grow this community? Can this community ever grow bigger than that? Or is just airline and airplane is just a niche thing to begin with? Is, yeah. is it possible to grow it, man? I don't know. I, I think. I think I think it is. I do think it is. I think I think you nailed it. I think it is an extremely niche market, and I think um, the best way to do it is is just to continue creating content, man. Continue showing people. Pardon me. That um, um, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to be the best pilot, or you don't necessarily have to be the best at ATC communications, or you don't necessarily need to be the best streamer. You don't have to have the best setup. Um, it's all about what you enjoy doing and how you approach the situation and how you want to, you want to take in, um, you know, flight simming as a hobby and what you do. I think we're doing our part by, by continuously showcasing what's available on VATSIM, what's available between, you know, the simulators that we have explain and Microsoft flight sim, at least for us three in here, those are our two big sims. Um, not only that, but like showcasing that there's a whole VAT sim side of it too, right? There's a whole, maybe flying's not your gig. Maybe you're not into flying, but you love aviation to the point where you would, you want to try VAT sim or you want to try Pilot Edge or you want to try IVAO or you want to try POSCON, any of these networks that are available. I think it's, it's, it's important that content creators keep doing what we're doing because at the end of the day, we're the ones that are truly pushing the industry forward and showcasing what's available. And I mean... Yeah, we can we can briefly talk on it. Look at Thrustmaster, man. Thrustmaster hooking us up with sponsorships and, and oh, yeah. getting us their products and making sure that, you know, XP has the new yoke and Captain Canada has the new yoke and Blue has the new yoke and Jeff has the new yoke. There's a reason these guys do this, right? Because they know yeah. that that the industry moving forward needs faces. We need people. Um, we need to be able to put a name to a person and we need to be able to um showcase all these cool tools and all this fun stuff in the simulator you know um i think we're forever grateful i think we just need to keep doing what we're doing man i i, I don't think there's i don't think there's like a recipe i don't think there's uh you know like you talked about earlier the blueprint there's no blueprint to this right like we're kind of just coasting man we're just going through there's ups there's downs there's you know you, you just you just got to get through it and you just got to have fun and kind of embrace it and enjoy it that's I, that's pretty much my outlook on it i feel it. like when microsoft flight simulator came out last year i think yep. it surprised us how in the way that they marketed it to a like a community greater than where we are right like we just say we're like in this niche we we're small we're in our little dark room with our little flight controls flying a to b right but then it's like this massive gaming community we have out here and it's like we're not reaching them and i get it again we're just a small niche yeah. but when microsoft dropped we for the first time were let out of our little room right and we're now you yeah. know for us streamers we're broadcasting to people who never seen a yep. flight sim before never even had an interest you i had friends me. texting me see that they saw at the xbox show you know microsoft flight sim and they actually wanted to try yep. and they don't like planes at all uh, and so that yep. was like the first time I've seen since I've been a part of the flight sim community that we've actually been able to kind of peek outside of our niche. And so kind of went back to what XP was saying is like, is it possible? It, it was proven just then that it's possible to kind of like get there. But like, is it possible to do that again on per yeah. like in any other no. way? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, kind of I feel you, man. I well, you know, you said one thing with the hardware manufacturers coming on board. Um, yeah. We've gotten so much hardware in the sim community in the last three, four years. It's crazy. That they did 
between Microsoft 95 and X-Plane yep. 9 and so forth. We yep. you know, Honeycomb, Thrustmaster, just a whole bunch of people. And there's probably going to be more now. Turtle Beach, yep. you know what I'm yep. saying? So and that's crazy. Telling, yep. Yeah, no, sorry to cut you off. No, you're 100% right. And I think getting back to what Blue was saying, I think that um, there's no advertising when it comes to Flight Sim, right? And I think that's kind of where... Uh, we we're doing our part as content creators and stuff like that. And um, there's no advertising, right? You don't, you don't, you're not watching the TV on the career. Maybe Microsoft has pushed Microsoft flight simulator. Maybe there are some TV commercials about it, but like for explain and stuff like that, like there's no, you know, you don't, the only way you truly learn about these products is through content creators, through streamers, through, through people who make content and, and share their love and their passion for uh, for flight sims. And I think what we're starting to see now is we're really starting to see the industry realize that. I think up until recently, it was never really a like, you know, oh, let's give XP72 this airplane and because, you know, we'll get 15 or 20 sales out of it. Now it's like a total, like these these companies are getting on board, right? We have Tolis who is giving the airplane out weeks in advance to certain select streamers because they know these people are going to sell them products. They're going to, it's, it's a, an amazing way of advertising. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to get back to you, I, I truly think like I see it getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I really do. As far as the content creation side goes, because as this hobby grows and as we get more and more people involved with it, um, there has to be some type of, of threshold of what is acceptable and what's not right. Yeah. Um, so a good, uh, sorry, a good way to do that is to, um, you know, give it to a streamer and see what a streamer thinks about it. You know, does this get XP's seal of approval? Does this get Blue Game's seal of approval? Does Captain, you know, approve of this product or is it not? And what you're going to start to see is you're going to start to see the companies like INI Builds and Tolis and all of these companies who are very confident in their product really start to do well because they're starting to do that stuff. I mean, look at INI Builds. They they came out of nowhere yeah. with their A300. They are one of the best developers for Explain. Perfect yeah, bar out the none. block almost. Almost yeah. perfect out the block yeah. from day one. Wow. And they came out of nowhere. Left field. We yeah. what did we get? Maybe a month before release, we started getting tippet little screenshots and um That's the way crazy, to do it man. right there. That's the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Don't man. make us oh, wait yeah. four years. Like like go yeah. ahead, you know, tease us two weeks out, drop it and drop enjoy it. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it's kind of like what you were saying. I think that, and I agree, I think you, you agree with me as well on this, is I think the most effective way of advertising a third-party add-on product for the fl any flight sim specifically is to get it into the creator's hands and yeah, let them show absolutely. it. Let yeah. them show it. Absolutely. No, no strings attached, but hey, look at this, stream it, you know, tell people what you yep. think. You know, the good, the bad, yep. you're free to do whatever you want to do with this. Because um, people are going to watch that, they respect you, right? They respect the, the people yep. they're watching, and they'll make a more educated decision on on that other than that i mean you could make you can make all the beautiful trailers you want but that that yep. means nothing because you're only going to show the pretty parts nailed it man you exactly. nailed it and, and that's not what people want to see right people no. want to see they want to see the everyday user using it and and they want to see it in an everyday example they want to see what it looks like at cruise on a on a cloudy day or on a sunny day or yeah no you got it man you nailed yeah. it i want thing I, another thing i want them to, to to, to, to talk about uh yep. and i mentioned it multiple times in my streams i'm not sure if you guys ever heard of me just kind of like talking about this but what do you guys think about now we talked about third-party developers within our community 
sponsoring creators or giving us early access products to showcase it but what about going into the more corporate world like what about like for example for you captain canada like wouldn't it make sense for air canada themselves to sponsor a stream and you fly an air yeah. canada livery you know you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like they yeah. do it all the time as a recruit to youngsters who wanted to get into aviation exactly it's yeah. extremely interesting opinion i've uh yeah, you know what? Honestly, it's one of those things I don't think I've ever really thought about, to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever, um, you know, uh, it's it's a great question. I, I, I definitely see there being some type. Here's the thing is kind of the flight sim industry in the real world. It's kind of always been like, uh, like um, yeah, there, there really has been a disconnect. You nailed it. That's the exact word that I was looking for. I feel like it's the flight sim if, you know, the real world looks almost down upon the flight sim and it's not quite, you know, it's maybe yes and maybe no. Um, I, I am definitely on board with that. I think that that would be, that would be absolutely amazing because you see, you know, you see all these, these major airlines, they, they sponsor, you know, the, the travel, uh, the travel channels and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll give free upgrades to, you know, Sam Chewy, for example, just off the top of my head, we all know Sam Chewy. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of those where, you know, I don't think this guy even buys his tickets anymore. Right. I think Probably they're just not. provided, he may end up buying his tickets, but in, from my, from what I've gathered and from my understanding, it's, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, um, whereas, yeah, you know, maybe they should start looking at the, the, the flight sim industry as as a potential like like xp just said even as like a a recruitment even yep. as you know you get somebody that um you know you get it's like this all the time i said we have we have i don't know if you you, you know reese we have reese everybody calls reese the mini captain canada in my channel because <laughs> reese has been flying he's he's a young young kid i don't know how old he is i don't want to say his age on chat and i don't want to get it wrong but he's a young kid but you know like xp was just hitting on it if you can get some of these young kids, you know, that, that have basically do what they're, do what we're doing, self-teaching each other. I've never had a, I've never had a flight lesson in my life. I've never, you know, I've never been taught how to fly a, a Cessna or a, a 737 or an A320 or a 319 or anything like that, right? We're all self-taught. So if you can get people that are self-teaching themselves, this type of stuff from the comfort of their home, and then you can just, you know apply the the formalities of training if you will right um it's crazy man it's crazy you know people ask me all the time they're like cap would you be able to go fly a real plane and it's like okay well <laughs> i don't know if i'd be able to go fly a real plane but i can promise you one thing i'll be able to sit down in a in a cockpit of a 7.3 of an a320 and know what i'm looking at and yeah. probably get the airplane to do an auto land or get it to go on an ILS. I've confident enough that I would be able to do something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the same thing was when, you know, last year, Shmita and I had a great opportunity. We went into that real 737 sim. It was, you know, have I ever been inside a real 737 cockpit? No, but I sat down and it was just like being in the Zebo. <laughs> I looked up, <laughs> everything, right was, everything was there. I yeah. didn't, you know, so it was one of those things sure. where it's, it's the translation between the sim and the real world. All it is, is just that small little going from your simulator to the real world. That's really all it is. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me say it to you. Uh, shout out to Flywit Rookie because we did that same thing in San Diego and you're yeah. right. It's all right there. 
Yeah. You just have to adjust. Your, it takes five minutes to adjust yourself. You know yep. where all the buttons are. You know what they that's do. It, you know how they operate. You know yep. the principles of the flying. The feel might be different. That's it, right? Yeah. But Southwest just had a, a, a deal that they're trying to put out to people because of pilot shortage again. Yep. They're yep. going to you know, somehow pay for, I help you pay for the whole come up and get a job at Southwest thing. That would be a wonderful recruiting opportunity to have exactly. a flight Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Think about also like yeah. Mesa, Mesa Airlines is a regional airline. They're also doing a big promotion right now. A lot of advertising on Instagram. I've been seeing, like imagine putting that into a creator's hands, right? Like, hey, well, Mesa Airlines, a regional airline, is not the most, you know, uh, or what's the word I'm looking for? Fancy, I guess, you know, type of yeah, big, big company. major guys. Yeah, it's not like right. a big yeah. major company what you're thinking about, but if somebody like XP or you, whatever, hop into a type of aircraft that they fly, you know, they, you yep. know, when you just and you really fly it, have some nice looks at the exterior, like oh, this is a really cool Embraer or really cool CRJ, whatever. Yep. And people will see that, like, yep. huh, you know what? I wouldn't mind flying that plane in real life, you know. And so obviously, yeah, it could be a long term thing. It could also could be yep. a, a short term thing if people are already, you know, towards the end of their flight train. Maybe they, maybe they're CFIs looking to get into their first airline job, whatever that may be. But I do agree with Captain Canada, where it's like it for whatever reason there is definitely still that disconnect between flight simming and real world because we see a lot of real world pilots people who just like they know exactly that what they want to do like i, I want to be a pilot and they go straight to flight yep. school they skip the whole flight sim thing like you know yep. but for us we go flight sim and then we maybe want to get into an airline and so it's like yeah but then they don't yep. mix all the time but i just think that imagine being a brand right like i remember the when i came up with this idea it was air france uh it was a yep. long shot because they're way the heck over there right but still mm -hmm. i was like flying air france and like probably a 787 in microsoft flight simulator most beautiful livery i'm just in cruise you know messing around with the drone it looks like a freaking air france commercial i'm like i should be sponsored for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying and, um, Absolutely, but, uh, not, and not just to getting the job side but like just brand awareness brand loyalty brand. right because like here where i live at in houston I have a brand loyalty to United. Why? Because I yep. grew up in a United hub. That's all I ever saw flying in and out of the airport. I just see that logo always, right? Now, if yep. you hook up with the flight sim community, not saying you're restricting a flight simmer to only flying United because he's not going to want to do that, right? But you yep. could be like, hey, maybe you fly United once a month. You could be flying yep. anyways. Delivery exists yep. probably on that plane, and you probably wouldn't mind flying to one of their, their hubs or something like that, you know? For another example, United just released all their 2020 long-haul hubs right uh, and so i could be you know just for promotional stuff it, it, i think it could definitely be beneficial uh to them even yeah, though we it, seem to be like in a small niche i think it, it could be beneficial yeah yeah absolutely i think any any type of awareness i think would be and that's where i think maybe there yeah that's where obviously <laughs> there's there's fine lines that need to be drawn right because you know united doesn't want to you know for an example they're not going to want to support somebody landing you know, with no a stream gear. Exactly. No. <laughs> don't, don't crash your Not airplane. Not only that, but like that, that's that's what I'm more so getting at. It's more like don't you know crash. they don't want somebody crashing the plane don't and then crash. you know, oh, oh boy yeah yeah. You, you see how man. this is going, yeah. man. Trust Wait, me. Let's just go there. Get, let's just. Go you get a sponsorship <laughs> like that? Believe you me, you'll be doing less talking in the chat and concentrate on flying. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is sponsored by uh, United. I'm not reading chat today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It's how true. It is, man. No, I hear it. it's true. Oh, but look, man. you know what? Look, I, I, 
Some might look at this later and say, "Oh, you guys are dreaming." But you know what? That's how things. Get I'm started, pushing this. Right? I'm serious. Oh, like, I mean, I'm listen. I'm not. This. I'm. I, I've actually had a. I've actually had a couple people. Um, now, whether this is true or the validity of it is is actual, I have no clue. But I've actually had a couple people reach out um, in my streams and say, like, "Hey, you know, I work for WestJet PR, or hey, I work for Air Canada PR." Um, you know, would be cool if maybe we could get you to fly down and we'll sponsor a whole event and we can get you in one of our real world simulators and yeah. it'd be cool to see how, you know, so stuff like that, like there, there has, I've received emails, I've received comments and questions about stuff like that. Now, again, whether they're true and the validity behind it, I have no clue. It's something that I'll have to explore, but I'm, 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 I'm with you, blue man. I truly feel like not only that, but just think about this for a second. Okay. Think about it. Like. We, we go down to the expo every year, right? At least we plan to. We attempt to make it down to the expo every year. Think about it. You know, WestJet or Air Canada sponsors Air Canada's trip down to West or down to the Flights and Expo. Southwest or Delta sponsors XP's trip down to the expo. Mm -hmm. Blue, you get sponsored by Frontier or United or whoever flies. You know what I mean? It's not a crazy, it's not a crazy thing, right? You think yeah. about this whole thing and you think about you know, we come to a, to an agreement, we make a, a flight trip video, we bring our cameras, we record the takeoff, we record our, you know, walking onto the airplane, just like anybody does. And we make a, uh, like a, a story out of it. And, and yeah. you're not wrong, man. You're, I, I definitely see as the future goes and as the community keeps growing and growing and the more partnerships that either Microsoft or some of these developers start moving going forward. I, I, I truly think that I see that being an actual thing, man. I don't think you're too far off, Blue. I really don't think you are, man. I'm sorry. I'm reading chat. Damn 12-cut pizza goes, I'm still waiting for a Burger King sponsorship. <laughs> hey, listen, I was, I was waiting for my water sponsorship. Right? <laughs> I, only, I got sponsored by the company who makes cups. They, they finally were like, hey, Cap, you're uh, halfway we there. realized you didn't get your water sponsorship, so we're going to send you some mugs, okay? And I was like, yeah. okay, thanks, guys. It's true. No, but yeah, you know, look. Yeah. The, the, the guys who do racing, you know, sim, sim racing and stuff like that. Bro, you over know. there, it is crazy. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. man. They get yeah. sponsored it's by, crazy. I mean, right now, like in the NASCAR scene, like the real world NASCAR race teams are sponsoring sim drivers. Ooh. Yeah, And they have absolutely. a sim racing team also. Yeah. Besides yeah. Did you see Orbex? Racing. Like Orbex has their own car wrapped delivery in... Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I forget where I'll have to get. I'll have to pull that up somewhere. But if you do, Orbex sponsors. Um, I don't know what it is. It, it's it's some type of indie car racing. Hmm. Um, but they they sponsor that, and the, the guy actually he placed the other day, he like won something, and wow, yeah. So so Orbex, that. yeah. So they're they're they've got a whole car and the whole uh, the the guy's like uniform that he wears. His protective uniform is all Orbex and stuff. It's pretty cool. It says like Orbex Systems on the front of it. It's pretty hmm. neat. That's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so it's true, man. They're they're you know marketing mm. marketing is marketing, and if and if we can show as content creators, right? If we can show that it will have a positive impact, I'm pretty sure anybody that you know anybody as long as it's not a marketing risk, you know, as long as there's no crazy risks involved, and, which right. you know, um, so I understand maybe you know supporting a stream and stuff like that from a real world perspective. E, we might still be a little bit away, but like doing something like that, like sponsoring a trip or, or even, you know, down to the expo because like, you know, Southwest and WestJet and all these guys, they give discounts, right? I'm pretty sure like yeah. uh, XP, I'm sure like Southwest or yeah. I know WestJet does. I don't know. I think there's a couple of U.S. carriers that offer 
the discounts as well for anybody that's flying to the expo. So they know that these expos are things, right? Yeah. So they know that these expos are going on. They know that these are a thing. So we could totally use, you're onto something here, blue. We should talk about this outside of speed. We're we're, we're onto something here because man, (laughs) like they know these companies know about these events, right? So maybe if us three or one of us, we can bring like, you know, we say, Hey, listen, between the three of us, we can get you guys a hundred thousand views on something that you wouldn't ever have that's that's amazing marketing right yeah they, they, they pay they and pay I mean, nothing about- to give us a free seat and you know in return we make this huge story we make this huge video um you know about flying on the airline and not only that but you know the way that it works in marketing is if you know people see xp flying an airline people see blue flying an airline people see Camp canada flying an airline they may be more they, you know, they may be more entitled to, you know, w- want to fly that airline or more importantly, they may, they may feel like they need to go down to the expo because they know we're going to be there and they end up buying a ticket at full price. And that covers all of the costs that they, you know, it's, it's, it's the way the world works, man. Yep. We definitely need to expand the flights in the universe. So the oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree, yeah. man. Definitely. Yeah. Good, good, good one, Blue. This, yeah, is was a good talk, one, Blue. this is why I talked to Blue, by the way. This is why yeah. we spent hours talking about ideas. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Good one, man. I love that was it. a good one, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my dream. My dream is for the flight sim community to just expand, just like yeah. other communities have, just expand the thing. You know what I mean? I agree. My dream. Yeah, I, would I think that. it will. As, as, as we start getting some more third-party stuff for Microsoft Flight Sim and as we start getting even higher fidelity third-party content for X-Plane 11 and 12, I, I, I think that we're going to start seeing a, a, a big upscale because I think what we're going to start to see here soon is that we're going to stop seeing that such a disconnect from real world and flight sim. I think the reality of these add-ons coming out forward with the reality of the visuals that is coming from Microsoft Flight Sim, I think you're going to start seeing more and more, whether it be for training or whether it just be pilots, um, you know, maybe they're not flying for a couple of weeks and they want to stay sharp and they want to, they want to keep their skills. Um, you see them jumping into, because we have a PMDG and Microsoft flight sim and, you know, stuff like that. Man, I, yeah, I guess I'm, yep. I guess I'm going to, I'm going to have to start using checklists now. Okay. All right. Let's see where this is going. Uh, it's all in here. Checklists all right. are all in here. You're good. I know, man. You're good. Wow. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is epic. This has been epic, man. This Absolutely. has been a great show, man, guys. I really do appreciate you bringing me on. I think we yeah. should probably wrap it. Yeah. We're over two hours yeah. now. Jeez. Yeah. Two twenty. We're at two hours and 20 minutes right now. We're having too much fun. An hour ago. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Good wow. thing we're not we're not wow. on the clock, so it's okay. We're good. Oh, definitely, man. No floaties in chat, guys, for Captain yeah, Canada. Get your no floaties. Please, no floaties. Thank you guys chat. for having me. Seriously, I've, I've watched a couple. Man. Like I was like I was explaining to XP. Usually on Thursdays, I'm not around, so I end up usually missing the 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 experience, or I'll end up coming home about an hour ago, so I'll catch the very tail end of it. Um, but it's always a pleasure to hang out with you guys. It was so, so good to see you guys down in San Diego again in 2019. Next year, we definitely need to to. Uh, whether we, we, we plan a day, maybe just sit down, brainstorm together. You know, this has been fun, man. We've even just through here, just, just messing about. We've bounced some pretty cool ideas back and forth and stuff. So, um, that was awesome. Absolutely, man. Wow. 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 Man, it was good. I never, you know, 
<laughs> good man. Absolutely good. Definitely appreciate it. I appreciate, appreciate it, by guys. the way, at such short notice coming on and just saying, yeah. hey, let's, let's run with it. No uh, worries, called, man. You know, we called you early in the week. It's like, hey, man, can you do You're like, yeah, well, let's do it. So it was it was perfect. And we'll keep doing our thing. Stream community, we thank you guys so much for your support and watching all the streams, Absolutely. participating Absolutely. in it, you know, saying hi, your donations, the whole nine yards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. we're happy to provide you guys entertainment. I'm definitely no Captain Canada does. Blue does it myself. Too. So thank you guys, man. Absolutely, Cap. Appreciate it, man. Any last words for the for the uh, people, Cap? Anything? Um, no, man. Honestly, it was a pleasure. I, again, why I took this, I knew it was just going to be us hanging out and 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 just having fun. I knew it wasn't going to be anything stressful. We were just going to be uh, speaking and being ourselves. Uh, you nailed it, man. To the community, to everybody, to XP's community, to Blue's uh, community. Um, you know, you guys are awesome, and 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 it's not. I really truly feel like we're we're a whole community, right? I don't really think it's Captain Canada's community versus XP's community versus Blue's community. We're all in this together, man. It's such a niche, small market that um, we're all on this together. Uh, whether you think there's like animosity between streamers or between anything, I can tell you there's not, man. We're all normal people. We all get along. We all truly respect what each other does. We know how hard it is. We know how week after week after week sometimes it can feel daunting even at some point um but like like xp just said man we're here because we love it we're here because we 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 respect the flight sim community and we're, we respect flight sim so much that we we want to share our passion to it so i can't thank you guys enough for for everybody that watches my stream and, and watches these guys stream and watches everybody man um you guys are the best and, and we really do appreciate you guys and and I hope we can continue to build this community into something even bigger um, than it is right now. I think that would be crazy. Awesome. Awesome. Blue. <laughs> That's it. I ain't got nothing to add. That was, he said it all. <laughs> he said it all. Well, guys, go. thank y'all so much man. for coming through again for a, uh, another one, another episode. Uh, episode 13, can you believe it? Um, wow. but we're going to yeah, keep it going. Crazy, man. We're gonna keep it going. Yep. We see you guys next week. Remember, you have three choices: give up, give in, give it all. You got peace, love, and God bless you. We will see you guys next time. Next experience. Out. Take go. care, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And slide the outro. Bam. There you go. <laughs>